off from adjusting the volume because you should wait until we actually start talking since <laughs> the the intro music is at a different it's from a different deal. Source. Yeah, something like that. When we're off site like this, it just Holy God, me. you're loud. Jesus. Well, Jesus. thank you. That wasn't a compliment, by the way. That was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all right. We didn't do sound checks ahead of time. We're, we're on site. We're a little disheveled. I, to be quite frank, I'm extremely disheveled. Uh, it was a long drive. I got out way fucking late from work, but we're here. Uh, we're in Ogden. We're in O-Town. We're where, where some of the most famous criminals of history wouldn't step foot. Uh, Al Capone. So, Did you know that, Russ? I, I did. I actually And did. actually, because of this very specific area of Ogden. <laughs> like right where we're at. 24th and, and Washington, 24th and Grant, Wall, that, this whole area. Was, there was a blue-haired pirate outside a little while ago. That so, yeah, but he had a little girl with him. But you have, uh, you have the... <laughs> a little girl with him. It was set up for a criminal act right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have, uh, you have uh, I guess, breweries now, right, like two blocks that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't I haven't been in there since Brewies took it over, but I knew the management of, I guess, three previous owners because they <laughs> used our software for a while. But uh, uh, now Brewies has taken over the space. It's actually really cool. So take our Brewies, throw it out the window, uh, and put nice seating <laughs> with like table things on the seats that are individual. And that's the brewies here. It's way better. Than Does the it have the sticky couch in the back, though? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Is that the Ryan Reynolds couch? It just don't touch it's that gotta couch. Be. It's got to be. Don't ever touch that couch. Nice. Yeah, people you're who tempted. sit on that, I think they they get dizzy. You're tempted because you're like, the rest of the seats suck, but don't do it. Just don't. Because who knows, <laughs> you're going to walk away with some sort of disease at the end. So you need so. an EpiPen. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and some a, antibiotics. Yeah. Large, Penicillin. large spectrum. A body condom would be actually a preferable... <laughs> thing to sit on that couch <laughs> like in an airplane like the full body condoms was that airplane i don't know might have been like oh airplane God, 52 think, yeah, I, think, yeah. I don't remember it was one of the airplanes i'm sure so anyway we have uh russ adams uh with us today we'll be talking to him he'll be joining us throughout the whole episode so thanks for joining us russ i've only got about 10 minutes I <laughs> so uh, and officially this is the new utah podcast it's episode 131 131 it's like we've been doing this for 131 weeks or something uh, or something. something. I don't know. I forget. <laughs> Everybody's just, just scotch up my together. coffee and let's move yeah. on. He's a dad. <laughs> Jeremy is dad joke central. Yeah. No, that's perfect. He I'm actually, right with you. It's actually a running thing now. He says we've been doing this for X number of weeks after I give the episode number and I just spoiled it. So you guys stop now, Jeremy, please. Damn it. Seriously. I'll come up with something else. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, it's the week after Thanksgiving. Uh, does anyone have any good Thanksgiving stories? Someone's got to have good ones. I worked. Okay. At six o'clock in the mall and it was chaos. Yeah. And people are rude. It was, it was probably chaos in your story, but most of the mall it was is, No, like it was, it was ridiculously it funny that busy. You like a, you couldn't even walk at times. Your day of giving thanks for everything that you have and then you turn around on Black Friday and like stab people. That's a good thing. Were there stabbings this year or trampled deaths? I don't know. The problem is because everyone has started like opening now on like five o'clock on Thursdays when sales starts and Walmart's twenty four hours, so there's oh, not Macy's like a rush. Had been at, open all day, so yeah, there's not like a rush at four a.m. to hit Walmart now. It's because it's open all night. People just go fucking take the product and wait inside the store for like fifteen hours uh, <laughs> and then walk around with that TV. Yeah, that's basically what I'm they just do. Browsing. 
that's basically basically how it works. And then some of the stuff, like when they do like iPads, they like hand those out right at 4 a.m. So you have to be like standing there in line to get them. So I still think Black Friday's fucking crazy. I'll pay the extra 20 bucks. I don't want to. Yeah, it's not worth it. Then I wouldn't pay 20 bucks for an iPad. No, I mean the extra 20 bucks that you're oh, saving. Oh, 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 I got, yeah, okay, save, yeah. Because yeah, you're going to save yeah. 20 bucks by being there. And honestly, that, that TV they're selling for 100 bucks, it's going to last about mm, six months. So maybe you should uh, find a better one. Anyway, um, <laughs> we, uh, do you want to talk about our Thanksgiving? It's up to you. I don't give a shit. Okay, so <laughs> always on thanks. So Thanksgiving, as everyone knows that listens to the show, is my favorite holiday because uh, there's no real preconceived notions and no one's expected to really do a whole lot other than come over and eat and talk to each other. Well, Bree's mom came over and we got to meet Bree's uh, mom's boyfriend. Uh, of nine months. I don't know. Have we talked about the secret boyfriend thing Yeah, on the that show? you found his clothes at her house. No, no, no. That's why she told us about him. So at first she was like <laughs> secretively, I'm going on a date and kind of giggling with the daughters. Uh, and then she's like, oh, well, I'm going on a date. Ha uh, It's the first time I've you know, been talking to this guy. We're going out on a date. They meet on Tinder or something? Uh, no, he old used to people go to their Tinder. high school. Yeah, they went to high school together <laughs> years and years ago. But anyway, if so. If it's old Tinder, it's kindling. No. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Old tender. Teak. That's disgusting. Teak is just a kind of wood. Yeah, I bet. Well, her, her ex asked about their sex life, and that's... It's all just kind of wood. So, Old wood. Yeah. Uh, it's is it really it's, there's always wood involved on a date. It's kind of soggy, wet noodle. Okay. Is that Bree? He's, he's conjuring up good images for you. Bree's like, care. this is my mom. You're talking about <laughs> bitches. No, I don't care. So anyway, it's not her wood you're talking about. No, it's it's Roy. Roy Wood. Well, it's a loner. Russ is like, what the hell yeah. kind of podcast is this? I'm starting to feel comfortable now. <laughs> so, so anyway, so she, so she she tells us she's going out on a date. Well, Bree asks her like a couple days later, how'd the date go? You know, what, did you have a good time? And she's like, well, I don't really, I don't, we, we didn't really connect, and I don't think we're gonna do anything. I, I might still have him as a friend, but I'm not really gonna see him again. Okay, we wrote that off. So a few weeks later, um, Bree's mom surprised. Like a few up. months later. Uh, maybe like a month and a half. All right. Yeah. So Bree's mom, we were supposed to till up her yard, uh, and she kind of surprised us and had someone come in and do it professionally, so we wouldn't have to. She has us come over. Uh, one night we go over there, and it's all done. It's all nice. She's like, "Well, I've been meaning to tell you. So that guy that I went on a date with, well, we've actually been seeing each other for nine months. <laughs> nine. <laughs> Yeah, like that almost the key a number well, was nine. Yeah, like, it was oh, less pregnancy. It was less she's than that. Over seventy years old. Okay? It was less than that because it was summer. You never know, man. I've seen some shit on the internet. No, but kidding, but yeah, that's so. what she, you know. That's what she says. She says about nine months. More. Like, anyway, okay. so I'm like, I don't care, mom. You're seventy. Do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, and so then the next time we go over there, like a week and a half later, to clean out our cupboards because we told her we would help her clean out her cupboards and organize. Uh, and when, before we get in the house, she stops us and she's like, so I have to tell you something else. So sometimes Roy stays over the night cause it gets late and he falls and asleep. Tired, I'm he like, falls asleep. So I don't care. if you see his clothes there, that's why. And we're like, mom, we don't give a shit. If you're having sex, that's your prerogative. <laughs> you're a grown ass lady. You can have sex with whoever you want. I don't need to hear about it. Right? In your house. Yeah. Like it's your house. It's your life. Like I'm in not, every room. 
Yeah, yeah, you can fuck on the kitchen table. I don't care. I think <laughs> right it's... before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, well, Thanksgiving's at our house. So uh, I don't don't fuck on oh, our kitchen go. table. Yeah, so that's my job. Um, <laughs> you guys have ate there, by the way. Table, so nice, say. the sticky couch. Um, but any. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brewies, brewies. Um, so anyway, so we're at Thanksgiving dinner, right? And no, uh, no, and so and then at some point she told us he might move in, but yeah, probably yeah, wouldn't. Yeah. and she doesn't want to get married. And so and we've done some other stuff in the meantime. We've we've gone to uh, an estate attorney to to get her will and estate in place with her, and and she had conversations with Bree about. Well, I don't think I'm ever really going to get married to this guy. I don't think we need to. I don't think that's what I'm going to do. So Thanksgiving rolls around. We still, by the way, have never I'm met this met guy. <laughs> and all we've heard about him is all of his medical problems. He's and a he vet. shovels his little feet. Yeah, he's a vet. He has he has all sorts of stomach issues. He was he was shot in Vietnam. He had his legs basically shot up as he was jumping out it's of like a helicopter. He has Yeah, as he, if has, he has them still. Yeah. Like he has severe PTSD and all the good things. So nothing, nothing about the guy other than health problems. So we're thinking like he's going to be like a fucking invalid, right? That he comes <laughs> over. And she tells me he's like a slow talker. That he, that he's, yeah. That he's she's like, so you need to be patient with him because you're never patient with people that talk slow. And I'm like, oh. so and she's not just telling us this. She's telling everyone in the festival. Bree's ex comes and eats dinner with us a lot of times on Thanksgiving because of the kids. And she's kind of told the kids these things. So we all get there. And we're sitting at dinner. And anyway, he gets there and he's fine. Yeah. He, and he and Don are like having a conversation for like 30 to 45 minutes. He moves like a normal 70-something-year-old man. With arthritis and crap. Like, it's so, fine. So, yeah, he shuffles his feet like every other fucking 70-plus-year-old <laughs> in an old folks' home does. Like, they don't, they're not spry chickens, right? They, they fucking walk slow. So, normal conversations, normal guy. We're eating dinner and... We're cleaning up. We're, we start to clean up, Bree and I, and we're in the kitchen and, and our dining room's just kind of off to the off from the kitchen and... Bree's mom busts out with, we're getting married in January. (laughs) (laughs) Mind you, this guy's been in our house the first time we've met him for like an hour to two hours tops at this point. To just say, daddy. Oh. (laughs) Damn. You used to be my friend. <laughs> now I only keep you around so, for your wife. So yeah, that's. The, I would say that's a pretty fucked up occurrence on Thanksgiving. <laughs> hey, that sounds pretty typical, really. And, I, I mean, mean but it's, it's like, an American Thanksgiving. Was there alcohol involved? Uh, no, I was drinking. But well, somebody's got to be drinking. Oh no! I mean, trust me, there was a lot of alcohol after that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like who fucking? Well, this is the first time you're meeting this guy. We're getting married. And we're getting married in January. I'm like, yeah. you realize that your granddaughters will be back down in Southern well, they, Utah. They haven't They're even, like four hours away. You don't even have a date set yet. Like, what the hell? They haven't even figured shit out. Like, she has a dog. He has a cat. He's like inseparable from the cat. Like, he leaves the cat for two hours. Cats like, and dogs can get along. Well, we yeah. know that. We have them. But, but they've that's never the even met. She goes, I don't know how, we, how we're going to find out two if months. they can get together. I go, stick your fucking dog in your damn car and drive your damn <laughs> dog over to his damn house and put your dog in his house and see what happens. They're going to move into his place? Uh, no, oh. her house. Because he lives in a small apartment and apparently he's sort of a hoarder. Again, <laughs> I've yet to hear anything good about this guy. It's that's all what happens problems. when you get old is you hoard. So anyway, that was that was our. It's a bug out house. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're bugging in. That was our Everything's Thanksgiving. <laughs> then we had Christmas. 
Uh, Christmas fight and our tree was fucking dead. Yeah, so it didn't get a whole lot better. So the day after Thanksgiving is when Christmas happens in the house. That's what I say. We, the house turns into Christmas. So <laughs> all the all the Thanksgiving decorations go away. The fuck ton of Christmas decorations come in. Uh, we go to light up the Christmas tree at like nine o'clock at night, and all but one strand of lights on the pre-lit Christmas tree are out. Oh. I go find the tool. We got a little tool that does all the cool light checking stuff. It will not fucking fire. It, li- up it lit lights. one. Yeah, strand. one strand of light at the top of the tree, like no others. You, so how I does that happen? Because when you took it down last they year, all it worked. all worked. They all worked. And so we're like, fuck. All right, this tree's kind of old. Like it's probably time to, to maybe think about getting a new tree. So then we're like, well, let's go to Walmart. He's like, are you sure it's Black Friday? I'm like, it's like nine thirty at night. On Black Friday, trust me, no one's fucking there because they all got up super early to go for the sales. They're all crashed the fuck out by now. So we get there, and yeah, it was pretty dead. Like, there was no one there. So we're just, like, wandering around, fucking around. We find the tree we want. Taking pictures of shit, sending them to the kids. We get the tree we want. We're lucky. We think we get the tree we we want. We like, oh, this. we really like this tree. Um, So we grab it. We go check out. We go home. I go throw it in the, 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 the front room, getting ready to open it. I'm like... He's hey, like, is this the number we wanted? Is this the I tree number we wanted? I'm no. like, motherfucker, I got the wrong tree. <laughs> like, well, do we do we go back and so we can just get this done? This is like after 10 o'clock at night now. And yeah, let's go back. Let's, Walmart's just up the street from the house. Let's, let's go back. Let's exchange the tree really quick so we can just be done. It'll be late, but then we don't have to do anything tomorrow. Go to Walmart, roll in. It's 1030. The guy's like, uh, yeah, customer service closes at 10. <laughs> So now I have to go back the next day. And it's raining, and yeah. so like we walk back out in the rain. Anyway. Hashtag you need a real tree. No, no fuck that fuck shit. Real trees. <laughs> Holy shit balls. Three pets, two kids having to water it. No. No. We do, we can't keep a fucking air plant alive that you water once a week. <laughs> we couldn't keep happening. a rubber plant alive that you water once a week. It's not happening. Even water already. It. What's your then point? I'm yeah, and then all of its pine needles fall down onto my floor. And then my cats eat them, and then they throw up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, or no. or Just, something no. happens, and knowing my luck, the fucking house starts on fire. Remember, that, yeah. remember when we were kids? How it was those light bulbs that got like oh 9, god, like degrees, yeah. and then you wouldn't water your tree for like two days, and it would get super brittle. Then yeah. you had to be weary yeah. of your house starting on fire. Well, and we've got the we we've got LED. So this time we now. got LED lights on. Our Do you tree. have your tree up? Are you a Christmas tree person? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that is not our holiday. <laughs> so we, no, there, there, I don't know. There's just nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. If I don't put it up the day after Christmas, it just... Or you the could day put one of your masks on top, like... We have a zombie on the oh, top of ours. My my artwork has been outlawed from the house. It's like, <laughs> I, you have a studio now, you can put it somewhere, <laughs> but not in here. Unless it's like a key piece, and then she steals it, and then I never see so it. Again. What could would you, be considered a key piece? Like the, the, the speeder bike? No, no, that's not fine. I wish that I had created like that in your no, house. No. It's like your front room. Like, yeah. Well, the key piece like, was we don't like, have couches. That's I'm the sorry. Mi- that's the missionary chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, that's uh, Zach Picard. Uh, Picard. Uh, is it Picard or Picard? I can't remember. Oh. Zach. Uh, he's a, he's an amazing artist. He created the uh, the speeder there. Something. It's 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 called a sparrow. 
and it's Destiny 2 is the video game it's from. But yeah, it's like... Yeah, I know what it's from. Fiberglass. I had to be told. But, you know, I mean, it's like fiberglass and plywood and cardboard and PVC. You'd never know it to look yeah, at it. No, it looks great. That's how most props are, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It actually looks Bubble really gum close to the Destiny 2 speeders. So what's your, <laughs> what's your, key, so what's your key piece what, that she is like, this has oh, to be in our house? The elephant. I made this huge elephant. Well, it's it's huge by mask standards. It's got It's like four feet from ear to ear it's a mask and yeah and it's it's got like a trunk that's like four feet long and she we mounted it onto you know a backboard as a display um and she kept it it's in her room and you didn't even have to hunt for it no i didn't even have to hunt for it yeah yeah to- so totally against that um you know <laughs> um and then she kept the panther and we have this uh fiberglass panther i had made and it's got the head hanging on the wall does it have a plaque under it that says sex panther no. <laughs> I, no, I think we're you need 60% to do that. Sixty percent of the time, every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and a, and a little button that just makes that. Yeah, just <laughs> you know, Tom and Jerry kind of. <laughs> but uh, yeah, those are the key pieces that she has taken. When she hears this, it'll be my ass. <laughs> you know, I did not kick out all of your your artwork. <laughs> you just have a fucking studio no, to I, keep it now. Yeah, and yeah. I have a place that they can be and. So, if you don't get the idea, Russ is special effects designer. We have we did we talk to you? Did we interview you at the first Halloween Expo on our little mic? We don't know either. I'd have to look. We made this huge list of all these people we've had on, and all of us were like, "Whoa!" (laughs) It's been one hundred and thirty-one episodes. (laughs) One I actually remember vividly wasn't unfortunate. I I think it was. Oh God, I can't even remember. I just remember we were right next to the horse, and the horse kept shitting. Oh uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we were that like, was disgusting. Yeah, we were just yeah. that, that was, was, that was and that was a strong flow. Like it just kept going. Like someone had left the faucet on. I mean, that horse was cool looking, but holy yeah. cow! I, and and like he just because he's a fucking horse, he just pisses where. Well, yeah, and he's just standing there. I mean, it's not like he was out for a walk or. Oh, they didn't fucking pick it up right away. Being yeah. like a racehorse, that yeah, no saved. kidding. It was straight up. Yeah, or straight down. But it was well, all over. When we were in when we were in uh, Mexico, we we did a horseback ride, a long horseback ride in in Ensenada, and the horses would stop to piss, and the fucking the the cowboys were like, "Nah, get oh, moving." They, they were just like fucking smacking them on the ass to keep them moving because they didn't want them to stop to pee. <laughs> and they won't like pee while they're walking. They got to stop and go. Causes bladder problems. Yeah, I think they were fine. I don't. Think there was a couple of gallons of bladder in that one. I mean, because it would just go and then it would spatter, and then there was that ra- that really raunchy freaking hormone stench that would just sort of like <laughs> obliterate the place. <laughs> and we're all like, you know, and you're trying to do an interview. I was laughing through most of it. I'm like, God, now I have to pee. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think we should do some events real quick, and then maybe we'll get into some news. I only have a couple. Don't worry. So I won't be long. A uh, reminder this weekend is the uh, Festival of Trees. We've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. And I heard, uh, so unfortunately, we lost uh, an officer this last weekend. Um, yeah. And they somebody donated a tree and they're doing the auction tonight. So hopefully that tree gets um, a lot of money for Primary Children's Hospital. Uh, you should do a tree. That would be rad. <laughs> look on his face. Yeah. Because yeah. he needs more things to do. Yes, right? Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. So, <laughs> it's, a, it's a year away. I don't think you can submit one anymore. No. Sure. So, Chris, Chris Kindle, Mart, 
Market is this weekend at This Is The Place. And it runs the 28th through the 1st. It is like Utah's own little German market. It gets super packed. So if you want to go, go early. I highly suggest. <laughs> and hopefully no one will die in front of your face. Um, so There's a story there. Yeah, a guy had a oh. heart attack in front of me, like in front of one of the booths. It was terrifying. Oh, that's, that's, it was so Did sad. you get it on tape? No, but it was very interesting to watch people watch. Like to me, that was interesting. No, because like, what are you like? Why are people drawn to that tragedy versus just like walking away and let it go? Do you know what I mean? It's mm. it was just interesting to watch. Well, almost, it's almost as bad to just turn and walk. Well, away. it's true. Yeah, it's the same reason the most famous podcast ones that get the most download are fucking true crime podcasts people, and shit about serial killers. People are fascinated by this fucking really dark side of humanity and yeah i i hope the guy make made it but he was there for a really long time down so anyways hopefully that won't happen when you go buy gingerbread and pretzels (laughs) this weekend hopefully (laughs) you don't see anyone choke and die on a pretzel yes uh uh, so there are just a couple of spots left in kelly's wreath and wine class um there are five for wednesday five spots and two on tuesday all the rest of the spots are sold out. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to last week's show. Last week's, I'll link up to it. If you don't want to it. make a wreath, but you just want to drink, is that okay? Yes. That I'm pretty matter. sure that they would allow that. But it's really cool that all three classes are almost sold out for their first round of doing this. Uh, moving into next week, Park Silly is doing a holiday Wait, can, bazaar. Can we go back, though? Because... This is the last weekend for Bubble and Brown, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I'll get there. Th- oh, so that's you're just going to circle back? <laughs> yeah, because it's going to be, yeah. It's It'll be sad. fucking chaos. So if you want to get something, you need to show up before the doors open, probably. Yeah, but don't get there too soon so I can be there to buy things. Because <laughs> I have to work and I don't know what time I'm going to be able to get out of you're work. You're not going to get I know. shit. <laughs> no, this is what will happen. I'll just message them and I'll be like, can you please set aside? This is what I did last week. They had these gingerbread fig newtons that they made. Bubble Bubble and Brown oh is a local bakery that is closing their doors. They are they're at the farmers market in Salt Lake. And, Where are they moving to? Well, they're moving Seattle. Um, they're moving to Portland. And Portland. he told me last weekend that if they reopen, it won't be under the Bubble and Brown name. But they are keeping it active on social media so they can talk about all of the cool local businesses that That's they good. love here in Utah. So, um, just like amazing pastries and just really such an amazing owner Andrew has for the last five years just built up I don't know anyone that doesn't like him <laughs> and and I mean we're talking lines sold out by if a farmer's market opens on Saturday at 10 they're sometimes sold out by 1130 like yeah. just, they, they open at 8 and they're usually sold out before 11 well this the winter one oh, though winter, opens yeah. at, yeah. at opens at 10 but and I mean lines the math and slows people down a little bit it does yeah. so more heroin in the winter <laughs> keeps you warmer um anyways the, so they're, they're <laughs> also by the way there really are more bums at the winter market because it is so much closer to the homeless shelter it is right next door yes um Anyways, so if you can get there early and support them, um, I'm definitely going to miss Andrew's amazing and he will be missed. So is that what you want to hear? (laughs) I just wanted to point. I didn't need to hear it. I just wanted to point out that this is the last week to get to him. Yes, it was. It was on my my list of to do's. so next week, Park Silly is doing a holiday bazaar up at the Park City Marriott 
Probably. I would assume so because Park Silly usually does. Yeah. So they had but... to do three non-booze events, remember? Right. No, if this was because of their model. liquor license. I didn't notice, mm. to be honest with you. But it's a good opportunity to but support local. But you're not local. a drinker. So? If you went up notice. and had a beer every Here. time, you would notice the days they couldn't serve it. My next event is on the 16th, and it is a wine, chocolate, and cheese event. All right. <laughs> That's my kind of event. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate conspiracy, uh, raclette machine, and they are going oh to be featuring uh, Vine Lore, I believe is it. So it's Ports and, and Maggiere's, which are reds. So five cheeses, five chocolates, wine. It's going to be at We Olive, which is at Trolley Square. Yeah. And tickets are 50 bucks. And it goes from two to five. Definitely on like the, the price of Yes, on that. for sure. And Chocolate Conspiracy will be set up to sell their stuff and Rocklet will be selling their food. I think they've as well. sold out of their Baba pretty much. So yeah, it's they made a Baba them. chocolate out of the Baba Lager from Baba Uinta. Lager. I yeah. have no idea what that is. Oh. Baba by Uinta. <clears throat> are you a beer drinker? Or are you just a liquor drinker? I guess it depends on the mood. I if I if you can see through it, I don't. I typically don't drink it if it's yeah, a beer. Yeah, no, it's Baba Black. So it's a it's a black it's a lager. Dark lager. Mm. It's really good. Anyway, now you're gonna have to try it. Definitely. Anyway, so those are, I just wanted to do um, a couple of events. So. I just wanted to do a couple of news stories. Um, Russ, stuff like this that. is where your notes come in. Oh. Yeah, so this is the <laughs> stuff we gave you that you have no idea what's on it. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about is Bangator because they're doing more expansion. We talked about this briefly. We did. But then after we talked about it, I went and actually did research. Um, so the interchange that I'm the most pleased about is 6200 South Bangator. We didn't know if they'd be able to do it because there's so many homes and businesses. And businesses right there. Oh, they'll just take them out. Oh, yeah. Nope. They don't fucking care. They, so this is what blows my mind, right? So in that area, so on 6200 South and Bangator, um, they just put a Starbucks in. There's a 7-Eleven right there, they, isn't there? This 7-Eleven's been there for fucking eons. Is that they, little strip mall? Yeah, yeah, there's a little strip mall. They barely just put that Starbucks in right in that same parking lot of 7-Eleven. And they just built a Dollar Tree like two years ago, maybe. No, it's it was not, not, like, not even that long ago. So the strip mall, they'll be able to keep the one They're arm like, of it if they want. They're like, we're just going to build the road over the top of no, it. No, it's the on-ramp, so it'll be right <laughs> through it. So they're taking out basically all those businesses. But the That's Starbucks, a drive-thru. The Starbucks was barely right. fucking built. Like They didn't even start it until probably after the environmental discovery happened a year plus ago on the center section, and they still built the Starbucks. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I told you that my old co-worker's house was taken down yeah, and there's 90th South. Yeah, and there's a bunch. So it's a couple dozen, roughly, houses, uh, give or take a few that are coming down. Um, there's a but, couple of those houses, kind of by 114th, where they took a bunch out, where it's like their back patio is touching Bangor. Two feet, there's the divider wall, and there's Bangor. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so, I mean, it's it really does suck for those people, but that's kind of the price of the growth that we've got right now. It doesn't, from, from hearing some of the feedback that I, I, I saw or I read from some of the business owners and some of the actual homeowners, they're compensating them well. They're not lowballing them on their shit. They have the right to just fucking do what they want. They held a ton of public hearings, and it's crazy. I've never actually looked at one of the environmental surveys before, but they have like all the fucking sign-in sheets from the public hearings that they hold. You can see, you know, who came. If they're like a resident, a business owner, there were workers from some of the businesses that went. Like it's it's kind of cool to see all that stuff and be able to see the actual uh, layout of of what they're doing. Nerd. So. 
Yeah, kind of. But anyway, <laughs> so the, the part of the reason I bring it up is one because I think it'll be fucking awesome once it's done. Uh, but two, it's the most expensive interchange. So it's a sixty-four million dollar project to do that interchange, mostly because there's a giant fucking aqueduct that runs under it that they have to relocate. Wow. So it's like a, a seven-foot aqueduct. That's one of the worst interchanges, though, on all oh, of it. It's so brutal. And the, the worst thing is so, like, the, the, so there's that Dixie Drive Dike that's, like, four car lengths from Bangator that's there. That's going away completely. Like, they're taking that intersection wow. out. That's where the backup starts. It takes 30 minutes to get through that intection in the morning. I just avoid it like the plague now. I go over if by you, If you go before 7, it's fine. But any if you go after 7, it, it well, sucks donkey Like ass. we talked about before, going to your place for the podcast, I have not taken Bangator no, in you like just a take year and a half. I just go because it's not even worth it. Yeah. So It's better now that most of the interchanges are done, though. It is a little better. But then when they start 60 seconds, it'll be shitty again. <laughs> yeah. You keep getting quieter for some reason. I'm sorry. My voice is, as I cough, my voice is going. So anyway, there was that, but uh, there's some other news that I thought we could talk about. Um, I printed a story about this last week. We never got to it, um, but there's a Altus being whiny bitches. Um, I mean, they have some reason to bitch, but not really. So there's a big federal land trade that's actually occurring with a bunch of um, federal land and some ski resorts. So most ski resorts, for those of you that don't know, they're not fully owned parcels of land. They're usually leased from the federal government or from state governments to create the resorts. Um, but there was a big land deal that's going down um, between the federal government and a bunch of private entities. And they basically excluded Alta from it. So there was a commission that, that uh, I think, not Ben McAdams, who's, a, who's our fucking former um, county mayor. What the hell was his name? Ralph Becker. That's who it was. So he's actually uh, the executive director of the commission that, that did a lot of this stuff. And basically, they, they said, well, Alta, you're, the shit that you want to do, no one else agrees to. So we're not going to hold up the whole deal because of you. You're just going to get left out of it, and we'll deal with you separately. Because it involves a lot more than just Utah land. But basically, Alta was trying to get uh, a bigger chunk of land and not develop a, a, a different set of land that they own. Um, basically, it was a big win for a lot of backcountry folks as well because it's going to be un. How do you know runs. borders in the mountains? What? Latitude and longitude. Yeah. Well, it's it's all about. Like how do you be like? This is no. You're that tree is my land. Fences. Honestly, they usually put fences up to, well, to and indicate land. When you know over. land, you this kinda, is not far and away where they're like, I'm going to climb no, this but, land. But the big thing is, the, the big <laughs> thing is like the ski resorts want to groom runs, so Alta wants to groom more runs. They can't do it unless they get those parcels of land to actually groom runs on and increase the, the size of their business. So they're kind of pissed about it. but No one wants long runs. I, I, I also <laughs> say fuck you to Alta because they don't allow snowboarders. So if they don't get more public land. They used to, didn't they? No. No. They? No. They no, and have. they won that lawsuit last, last year, I Is think. Is it Brighton that does... Brighton's pretty much, it's, it, they allow snowboarders and they're pretty much all snowboarders. They have like some remember, snowboard so parks and stuff. Way back when I was in high school, I remember, I remember when they, they very first started letting snowboarders and it, it, was, it was like, snow what? You know, you just fucking dated yourself, right? Yeah, I know that. We tell people how old we are all the time. <laughs> just because you two are young little kids, it's just fine. We're back in We're little kids, Chris. I know, whatever. I don't care. You're six years younger than us. So, um, <laughs> I should have done this story first. It plays more into the banger thing. 
Um, I found this, and I, I don't know if you guys got a chance to read this, um, but but UDOT is has been experimenting with some smart interchanges and some smart light technology. Um, I love technology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they've already had this in play for a few years, actually, for like a year and a half, I think, on some of the bus routes. Um, there's a couple different technologies this article talks about. One of them that's in play right now, so on Redwood Road, the buses that go down Redwood Road, they actually have uh, sensors in them that are connected to the traffic lights wirelessly. The traffic lights can identify that there's a bus coming, and if that bus is coming too early or too late for its normal schedule, and actually extend the light so it stays green so That's the bus bullshit. gets through the intersection. So basically you just need to go down Redwood Road next to buses. Yes. Yeah. You will or buy a bigger green. vehicle. Buy the right bus, because if you buy one that's ahead of schedule, red light. Yeah, well, it just won't, <laughs> red light. It just won't adjust the light cycle. <laughs> but if it's, if it's behind that's schedule, bullshit. especially during rush hour... You say it's bullshit, but that's... But you live in Ogden, so maybe they don't have I don't have know. Technology I'm a road rager from way back. Like, pedestrians get the fuck out of my way. You know, I mean, I just... Red lights, they just slow me down, you know? Well, I, I, I <laughs> will... Yes, that is their intent. <laughs> and then you got those red lights that you don't even make it underneath the damn thing before it's it went from red to green, and then bam, before you get underneath it, it's red again, yeah. you know? So... <clears throat> I hate that, those. I definitely it's understand that, that rage. So the bus thing's actually pretty smart because it allows it makes it so commuting on a on a bus uh, instead of your own car. Well, we talk about that all the time. Yeah, yeah, that that is one way to start making that process better. So the other technology, the only other way that they're going to convince me to get on a down bus is if they run them more often. Yeah, well, we'll see if that happens ever. Uh, the other, the other, yeah, because it takes an hour. Like I, I remember working, I worked for a buddy of mine at uh, in North Salt Lake. Um, it's called. Uh, Am I allowed to plug somebody's, you know, yeah, we don't care. special yeah. effects supply and S Steve Biggs. And I worked for him for a little while, kind of helping him out. And you know what the train station is, right? And yeah. he's on Centerville, East Center, East Center Street. Oh, okay. It would take an hour to get the bus from that train station That's over to East. I'm like, what in the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it's fucking you know? crazy. Like, it, it is crazy sometimes how those buses run, but I think they picked a good route, so there's 24 intersections along 11 miles of Redwood Road between 4th South and that's north to south. They need to be working west to east. Sure, but they have to pick somewhere to start to test this shit out. That's a pretty good route. There's a lot of people who ride the bus over there. That's a pretty heavily trafficked bus route. Um, and it's it spans the valley pretty much. 4th South to 80th South, that's a pretty long stretch. I mean, I know it doesn't go further south than that, but no one rides the bus past 80th South. You guys they don't? Are, no. You guys are no. all fucking car drivers out there. Because <laughs> um, everything's so spread out, the farther out you get. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, you're practically in farmland. <clears throat> yeah, especially in like Harriman. I used you know. to be. I know. <laughs> Not anymore. Literally. <laughs> um, the other thing that, that they're installing now, and this goes to the red lights and running the red lights, is actually a technology to... Um, so most of the lights have cameras, right? Almost every light has a camera attached to it. They're they're uh -oh. installing <laughs> well, well, they're installing technology to identify when a car is going to run a red light. So it's pretty obvious if you're sitting at the intersection paying attention at the red light, you see when the light's about to turn red, and you see a dude coming up that's not going to fucking slow down. In fact, that's usually he speeds up, right? Yeah, that's, accelerate that's, on yellow. That's you, right? This is, yeah, this is okay. what this I'm is Russ. So when Russ is coming up to an intersection. 
the the light actually recognizes that it doesn't stop the red light process so you'll still get a fucking ticket if a cop's there no no no. see but that's the rule it's accelerate on yellow you go as fast as you can before it switches to red right, right. i mean that's yeah. the law but, right but the deal is yep, that's so. that's actually the cause of a lot of accidents it's a oh, huge yes. huge reason so <laughs> what the technology is not in my uh, yeah what the technology actually does is hold the other side red longer so it doesn't not Stop That's a red for you. Red. So it protects you from getting hit. Oh. Or slamming so into stuck another with that car. damn Subaru. Yeah, you still, though, yeah. might get a ticket. So I, I don't yeah. know what to tell you about He's that. He's like, hit bus. me, please. So I, I have run lights, but I know when I'm about to run them, I'm like, I'm going to run this thing. I always say it. Do you say it out loud? Because I always oh, yeah. say it out loud. No, I fucking say it out loud so that if I get pulled over, I know yeah. it's my own fault. Right? Because I'm like, I could have stopped. I'm totally running this. Help me, Jesus. I'm running this talking light. out loud. Can you watch people working out across the street? They're like video screens. Are you like, <laughs> oh my God. She what? keeps fucking pointing past me. And I don't like know what she's pointing at. I don't have my glasses on, so I can't see and that And like far. video screens. You have like fucking supervision? I can't see <laughs> that. <laughs> it's right there. You know what's really kind of disturbing? Yeah, I is see that's, it, that's weird. A, that's a Japanese restaurant. What are they no, doing it's working right out? Behind. Up above. Oh, up it's behind. Behind. oh, were you talking? Oh my god! god. Like this what I'm talking you, about. Like the, yeah, bionic eyes or something. I She's guess. got like fucking binocular eyes. Pretty soon we'll see it like stick out of like actual people working out. They scream. I think it's the Gold's Gym over there by Fat Cats and that doesn't anymore. There's no such thing as Gold's Gym. No, it's on the building. That's Vasa though. It says Gold's. Gold's doesn't exist. Hey, before we get into the next news story. Nope. Uh, I, we forgot to print one. So some douche nugget tagged the murals in the granary row over the weekend. Are you fucking kidding me? And on Tinker Cat Cafe. Yeah. Tagged them. So there's a bunch of artists that are part of the Salt Lake Art Collective. They just opened, they just unveiled all these murals in like down by Ravens. So like 4th West, 8th South, like that whole area. The Greenery District, yeah. They got tagged over the weekend, well, and that all was, of them. Man. That was one of the things when we talked to Derek about... And it started with Tinker Cat Cafe and then slowly realized that all these others had been tagged too. So we talked to Derek Kitchen a few weeks ago and that was one of the things we talked about is the improvements that they've done in the Greenery District and some of the other communities they've created. And he actually talked about, well, usually taggers are pretty respectful of, of graffiti. And so if there's a nice graffiti mural, which was the case here that they wouldn't tag it. Well, apparently, fucking 12-year-olds with spray paint cans will do whatever the hell they want. So if you notice that tagging, please report Salt Lake Police. Yeah, and then fucking go run the kids over with your car. Because <laughs> no, they're going to have to raise a lot of money to like... Because now they have to, to pay, pay the them. artists to come yeah. fix the work. Do they have any like security cameras around? I, I mean, Because I mean, you think that some business down there... Uh, this place is... We're all being recorded right now. Just like... Yeah, he's got like 30 cameras. Yeah, right. right. And Every now and again, you'll hear, the, you'll hear somebody trip the alarm and they're like... Dead, dead, and everybody's like, what the hell's that? Oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's cool. it's cool. Just don't you worry about it. Yeah, that fucking sucks because that's brand new. Like, that's only been in, in like Unveil for a month. Like, month. That was, yeah. yeah. One of our interviews. A couple was, weeks ago. Who was it? One of the... Carrageen Me. Carrageen, that's right. yeah. That's right. That was one of hers. So that's that's so shitty. So um, I just printed out a couple other things that I thought were interesting. Oh, I didn't. Uh, the them. proton beam is amazing. Yeah. Except so, for it's going to be named after Orrin Hatch. Well, whatever. He didn't fucking invent it. So, um, so Utah. This is this is unique to Utah, and that we're getting it finally. There's other places that have it. Um, so it's a it's a new cancer treatment uh, called proton. Is it proton beam something or other? 
proton beam therapy. Basically, it's a it's a type of radiation that they've developed that can can really hone in and target a specific grouping of cells or tissue and stop there. So one of the big dangers with radiation is when you fucking irradiate someone, you you can put lead around the areas you don't want to hit, but you're still hitting a large area. You're still penetrating all the way through their body because you can't shove a lead vest like halfway through their body. Sure you can. I mean, they're cancer patients. <laughs> Only once. Anyway, but. Russ does special effects. He could make it happen. <laughs> but this... this Penetrate pro- someone? Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> it just depends. Your wife's going to hear yeah. this at some point, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. She was probably like, tick, tock, it's coming. You know, it's like... like well, he made it fucking wow. 40 minutes in. Wow, so. it might not actually... Oh, well, there he is. Yeah, that's my husband. I, I applaud your wife for listening this long. Be honest with you, um, but yeah. So the proton therapy like can target the cells, so there's still some collateral damage. It's got to get to them, <laughs> right? It can't just be like, oh, the cancer that's like three inches in. I can skip everything that gets there, but they can get to that cancer and it'll stop on that grouping. It doesn't really go past it, so it's a much more targeted treatment, much safer treatment, and seems to be highly effective from. Uh, the places that, that currently have it. We're almost in Star Trek. That's getting close. Pretty soon they're going to pull out a fucking tricorder and fix your flu. Well, I mean, honestly, in Star <laughs> Trek, they eradicate most things because they vaccinate all the time. Well, and then when you go <gasps> through you the, hear about the tractor of, beam, it takes your body apart. Is that a tractor the, beam? The, the thing. What the hell? Do you not it's know your shit? a transporter shit. or a teleporter. That's, there you go. Tractor, tractor beam, beam is, is when they you, grab the ship and they drag you, it. You lock on with an invisible <laughs> ray and drag it back to you. Russ has built tractor beams before. He knows. <laughs> not legally, of course. but I mean, they're outlawed all over the country. Outlawed. So, You know, if you do it wrong... People's sphincters are on the outside of the body. It's so just, it's Jason Chaffetz. Especially if you confuse a transporter <laughs> with face. a tractor beam. <laughs> so, you know, I can't remember what state it was, but some state has just recently voted all basic vaccines um, a, a harder... I think it was Jersey. No. A harder... Um, I'm pretty sure it she wasn't. Fucking even know. She's like, no, fuck you. I don't think that's the state it was. It, I could be wrong. So something's I'm hard. Sick. Forgive me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. My wife is like, oh, thank God, that wasn't. Anyway, me. so, um, anyway, so they they voted that it it's going to be harder to get waivers for your students to attend school if you're not vaccinated. And oh my gosh, the anti-vaxxers were freaking the hell out and like yelling at them and telling them how bad they are. But, I mean, we almost had, like, three or four different diseases completely eradicated that are now making a comeback. They're worried that smallpox is coming back. Like, what the hell, people? It doesn't give your kids autism. I promise. I promise. I promise. I bet I bet it doesn't on my own kids' lives, who are now adults and were vaccinated and do not have autism. Maybe it's the California It looks court. like California. See, I told you it wasn't fucking Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, the People's Republic of California. The California Appellate Court upheld a 2016 state law uh, repealing the personal belief exemption for California's immunization requirements. So you can no longer say, I don't believe in vaccinations no. and vaccinate your kids. That might have been that one. But no, there was an actual like law that was set forth for basic vaccines yeah well anyway we're anyway, not we're not gonna find whatever an it was on our google boxes it was not new jersey apparently <laughs> that's <laughs> all that matters here the woman has spoken i she just is have right. to be right you are you're right it's like me 
<laughs> Jess is going to fall out of her chair. <laughs> She's like leaning back and touching her hair on the ground. So the last thing is Salt Lake International Airport. So we are getting a new airport, but one of the things that is is super cool about Salt Lake is how on time our airport is. Like you don't think about that, but if you've ever flown into like LaGuardia or JFK on the East Coast or even LAX, their fucking airports Colorado. suck. They're always fucking delayed. Yeah, in Colorado, your flight always gets stuck and you're there overnight for weather. And uh, there's nothing there. Back east, if there's a fucking rainstorm, there's three airports in like a 20-mile radius, but it takes four hours to get between them. Uh, but it, like LaGuardia, JFK, and what the fuck's the other one that's over there? It's uh, Is it Philadelphia's airport? I can't remember what. Newark. Newark. Newark, New Jersey, the stinky airport. Um, <laughs> stinky airport. Actually, the Newark airport's not bad. JFK stinks, but the Newark airport is in a sketchy fucking neighborhood, like really fucking sketchy area. They're still area. hubcaps off the planes. Uh, dude, I, it's... So you go to New Jersey, they, New Jersey, they pump your gas for you. So I got my gas pump there one time. Fucking random dude walks up to the car... Like after the guy's pumping my gas and the guy pumping my gas leans in and says, roll up your window and don't talk to this guy. <laughs> and he like starts knocking on my window and I'm like, what do you want? He's like, can you give me a ride? I'm like, fuck no, I can't give you a ride. Where'd you go? Like, I don't give a shit who you are. I'm not giving you a ride. I go to the airport. I'm running late anyway. So yeah. So that's the sketch. Anyway, See, every airport has its thing. Like for instance, I hate flying and, and you know, it takes a decent amount of body. money to get me on a plane. You know I mean? Um, and one day, I spent a lot of time in the military, and we used to do these things called FOD walks. And you'd be arm and you know, like arm's length from the next guy, and everybody, you know, you hated this duty. It was just it sucked. And you're walking down the the the, the flight line, picking up debris, you know, and you know, one of these things get chucked into a jet engine, boom, and you know, plane goes down, we lose a pilot, blah blah blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm sitting there at Salt Lake International Airport, and I'm looking out the window one day, and I'm waiting to board my plane, and there's just a pile, uh, no shit, of trash just right around the jet, the jetway, right? It's just, it's, <laughs> it's piled up, and I'm watching these guys walk past. It's any of you motherfuckers going to clean this up? <laughs> because I don't want I don't think I want to get on that plane now. It was like, you know, is, is the appearance fee worth it? No, I don't think so. You know? <laughs> and so I take a picture of it and I put it on, you know, social media. The only people who flipped out were military people. They're like, that's some bullshit. Don't, don't get on that plane, Russ. Yeah, you say the fuck away. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. So, and it's funny that we were making fun of Newark because <laughs> I didn't realize this when I first read it, like it just hit me. Newark actually had the lowest on time percentage uh, of the, the 30 <laughs> busiest airports in the country. So, so Honolulu was at 88 and Salt Lake was at 85.3% uh, for on-time arrivals. Uh, and then Newark was at 66 as, as the lowest. Salt Lake is consistently one of the top performers uh, in terms of, of being on time. Um, and this was over basically the, the nine-month period from January to September, but that's normal. And the thing to remember is we still live in a fucking northern climate. We still have winter snowstorms. We still have, you know, snow on the runway, and we just do such a good job of... And ice on the wing, ice on the wing! Sorry. <laughs> we do I hate smile. the smell of de-icer. <laughs> it's horrible. On-time arrivals are one thing. On-time departures, when they got to fucking de-ice your plane, I think they count the departures when you leave the gate. That doesn't account for the two hours you have to wait in line to get fucking de-iced. <laughs> and that stuff does stink. But I just, I, I, we haven't ever really talked about that, but that is a really cool thing about Salt Lake that, that is, 
as nice as your flights are almost always on time uh, at our airport. So when I was on that little plane that they were de-icing in, where was I? I can't even remember where, like it was just so little because there were two seats on one side and one seat on the other side. And the whole plane was just filled with that crappy smell. And I'm, yeah. The nice pilots <laughs> turn the air off when they actually de-ice. Well, we I've obviously did never experienced that before. I fly bad. a lot. It's bad. Fly at night in the winter. You'll get it every time out of our airport. So yeah, it was night. I'm trying. I can't remember where I flew into. It was some one of the Great Lakes states. I can't remember. Uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it was a small plane. So um, yeah, I think now we're we're just going to talk to Russ for a little bit. Uh, so Russ Adams uh, is up here in, in Ogden, Utah, in. Uh, Historic scary town. Um, this Historic scary, scary town. town. We have embraced our crazy. So there used to be a club over here uh, called like the Owl or something. I don't know. Have you lived in Ogden your whole life? It, no, no. I've it, about twenty two years. Okay, so for a long time it was still here. Then that was maybe. Yeah, I, that I don't was. get out much. I, well, I really just work. To be fair, <laughs> I know it. it was here because I worked parties there. This club had bullet holes in the door that they just didn't bother fixing. Um, I think they collect them because we've got this great restaurant down here on 25th Street. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys heard of it? It's no. called Two Bit and yeah, they've got, they've got, they've got bullets from the 20s in, in the walls, that's, you know, from... Yeah, and, oh, and they're Bill's proud of it. Yeah, that's restaurant. Bill Allred's sister's restaurant. Uh, I love that restaurant. I mean, I... I they, they're not a sponsor, any you know. But you know, I'm just like, we don't have sponsors. But yeah, so they'll point can, them out. They're just like, yeah, bullet hole right there from you know so and so. And you can that's right next to my pinup shop. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. is so legit. Like this is. I mean, this is like probably 2000, 2001, uh, maybe two thousand and two. Um, but Maybe I'm down here, I, I'm working a party. I don't remember. It was a lot of a blur. Early 2000s. So when you work two full-time jobs and you're doing security on the weekends, life becomes a blur. Uh, <laughs> and so I was working security at a rave, and it was at that that uh, that the Owl's the Nest Owl or some fucking weird name like that. And I remember- Not the two-bit diner. So Not the at first, we're there, we're like, oh my God, there's fucking bullet holes in the door. Where the hell are we? And like- down the street, some fucking dude gets stabbed. The cops <laughs> show up because they think the guy that stabbed him came into the party. We're like, we don't, like, we, we frisk everyone, but yeah, come in and walk around and find the motherfucker if he's here. Then they came back a little bit later for some other fucking incident. Two dudes fighting, like, three blocks down, like... All night, there were fights, like, within a couple block radius of this club. None of them originating from where we were at. So, yeah, that's Ogden for you. That was, like, 15 <laughs> years ago. So, yeah, they, they're cleaning up their act. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't know. He here. He knows. It will always forever I, it, it for cracks me, me up. That. Everyone talks about, like, how, like, you know, crazy it is. But the And maybe it's just bar? because of the, yeah, it must be the owl bar. So, you had the owl right. Yeah. I know it was the um, owl something. It, I I like I don't know maybe it's just the way I look. People just don't want to cross me. But I leave, the car's unlocked in the back. I mean it's like I'm well, not really you know I don't get robbed and the well, car's unlocked, but the front door of it is the front not. door is locked for a different reason. Yeah, but yeah. since we've been here, there have been like a dozen people at least I've noticed that have come, come up to the door. Like, well, and we got it's mainly because of the art and stuff. It's just you know what we're doing this. <laughs> we don't want to be you know oh let me show you the gallery. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean. They look up and they're like, what the fuck? You got like Final exactly. Fantasy armor and fucking monkey faces and the Predator mask. Like, what we the hell? embrace Skeksis. all those I freak flags. Say, I was going to Prince, say you got Prince over there. Yeah, a friend of mine made that. I, I, I bought it from him the second he was like, I don't 
I don't think I, I don't think I you know, want this. And I was going to sell it and it didn't sell. And I'm like, how much do you want for it? And I was, you know, okay, it's going to be on tape. I was willing to pay up to two grand for it. And he's like, you got 500 bucks. That was the quickest transaction. <laughs> I'm like, dude, here, you know? So yeah, if you guys ever seen face off, uh, television show on sci-fi that's marcel banks uh created that uh oh nice yeah. i can't fucking see it it's way behind me I'm it is way behind you around. we've actually had a lot of people from I'll go put up on our show oh yeah yeah, yeah. including yeah. walter who is going to yep, be at your event yeah. which we'll talk about we've had walter on twice actually we have had walter yeah he's on old twice. yeah nobody wants to talk to walter anymore <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, i have a contract i've got to get to walter. you need like news, mel so. and yvonne just taking this off you need you need just to get all those people yeah, I, that was the, that was the toss. Okay, so I had a pool of friends that I, I was going to invite, you know, to the 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 con, which we we have this Comic Con in Ogden. It's uh, called Ogden Uncon. We consider ourselves the untamed and unconventional pop culture con, um, and you'll see you'll see why. Just come, just get a ticket. It, just trust me. Um, and I had this pool of friends that I could invite for celebrity guests. And I started thinking about like the face off people and the, you know, and, and the Hensons and, you know, and stuff like that. And I just kept thinking, I was like, it's going to look bad if I invite everyone I was on television with the first time uh-huh. out, you know, I was like, uh-huh. is that all he can get? You know, like, no, let me pull, let me reach deeper into my bag, deeper into my sack and, um, <laughs> you know, and pull out some can names. You, and Can you not do that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I can do that right now. No, you me. can wait till we leave. And we no, no, leave. no. You got to share your friends now. <laughs> your friends. Best friends. Look, I don't pull my sack out in front of friends either. So. I got my, my leash tethered me back to the table. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to, I want to start back before. We, we'll get into the the con for sure. I, I want to start back. Um, you know, you've been in Ogden for for twenty years. Um, how did you get to Ogden? Because you didn't grow up here, did you? No, the government left me for dead. It was um, I was separating from Hill Air Force Base. I had <clears throat> I'd done my time. They, you know, uh, kind of uh, was planning to move, and we couldn't sell the house fast enough. And so they were just like, "Here's some money. Um, you're on your own." Yeah. And we were like, well, shit, okay. So we just stayed. And it was always this intention to move. And then it was just always, you know, getting, and, and then next thing you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm on, you know, some subcommittees for the city and, and, and things like that. And all of a sudden it's becoming harder and harder to move. And then, you know, luckily shed my ex-wife and, um, you know, <laughs> got the cute one and, um, you know, any, so, any that'll more, make up for all the rest. It makes up for a lot of stuff. Do, Cause you yeah. get some, you get another like 45 minutes or so. I can, can do it. You watch. No, <laughs> no. no, I am very addicted to my wife. She, uh, the, and so addicted that we, we can't move because her family won't <laughs> <laughs> so it's sort of like she's got she comes from a really tight knit family and I mean we're over there every weekend just about and so Well if you if you move where would you move to? You know that's a you know back <laughs> you know about 20 years ago I had a list, you know, cuz I mean I was in the military, traveled all over the world and you know I I it wasn't that I wanted to leave the United States, you know, patriot and all that, you know, I mean you never want to leave home, you know, but at the same time I wanted to explore some more, you know, and I just, you know, I had this list and I, now I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't name a single one of those places now, you know, even back home. I'm like, when I left home for the military, where was home? Uh, it was Jamestown, Pennsylvania, tiniest freaking town in the yeah. world. Mm-hmm. I graduated with like, it had to be like 40 other kids. 
And well, those are the ones we were supposed to graduate with. And you know, it doesn't even count the teenage pregnancies and the arrests. Um, you know. but, Chris Kirby, Wyoming, he feels for you. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a tiny town. And so I was just sort of like I was in the, I was one day my cousin tried to sucker me into one of those those goddamn army. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, enlistments where she was going to make 200 bucks by selling my ass to the <laughs> army. Isn't and, it fucked up that we allow that stuff? No shit. I mean, that, how is it legal? On. It still goes on. And so I, I had no idea that she was making any money off of it. And it was, you know, some the, the, the recruiter happened to say something. And I was like, Melanie, fuck you. You know, well, like, she could have done a split it with you. I right? know. What the hell? There was no split. Um, and so she didn't get anything because I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the more intelligent branch to the Air Force. And so the that's only, what we the did. The only branch they don't train every single member in a firearm out of the gate. Uh, well, we got some training. Yeah, we got a lot of training. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it was, uh, well, we were also the smartest branch. We sent our officers off to die. You know, the enlisted yeah. stay back. You yeah, know? you fix it's the like, planes, you send those exactly. dumbasses. Exactly. You just... It's cool. Take off in that fucking plane that's actually only been test flown four times. It's cool. No shit. Or flown by 100,000 other pilots. It's like the weapons that they would issue us. You know, you'd have like a, you know, a nine millimeter Beretta. And why is this thing so loose? You know, where, you know, if you shoot it, sometimes the slide would just boosh. It would be on the ground. It was like, what the fuck? Because 100,000 other people had it abused it and you know and now it's back in the arsenal well again. and getting getting a, a new fucking you know a new slide lock for it is you know a hundred thousand dollars it's not worth it well maybe i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. it depends the when you're in a firefight yeah. if well, sometimes if you, that makes it so wouldn't that make it easier if you can just shake the gun and it goes off well the cool <laughs> thing is like, is when hey, it runs out like, of ah. ammo you can just beat someone to death with exactly. it you know and so yeah it becomes a projectile of a different you just, form you hand it to your enemy you're like fire it i promise it's not gonna fucking rip the skin off your hands exactly <laughs> if it explodes woohoo our team <laughs> um but, you know, you had to be really up on the, you know, I actually bought my own weapons. I was just like, you know, I, 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 to hell with this shit. Like a Mac I will take your ammo. Thank you, sir. But yeah. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to go buy my own 9mm. Right. It's, it's cool. And okay. I did. I had two 9mm Tauruses. Love those things to death. And, you know, <laughs> to death. That was that was good. Um, but anyway, so, here, so, I, uh, really. so I told my parents I was going camping. And I left and just have never been home. So <laughs> I told him, I think I was like so 17. how was that Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I left on, it was a couple of weeks before my birthday. And I sort of just That doesn't give us any camping. reference of time. Uh, yeah, there's, you're not going to get that. Month. You know, Month. Uh, October. Okay. So. That's what so, yeah, there was, was born on There October was a too. Thanksgiving conversation. There was like, a, where the fuck did we? Yeah, where, where the hell is he? Wait, did you, you went a, camping and we don't have know. a good relationship with your parents? <laughs> I, I, it's been 30 some for? years since I've been home. So, you know, it's. So you've probably, never yeah. gone back? No, hell no. no we got to no. check milk cartons? Is that what? Probably, but they'd give it up, I'm sure. No, I mean, after seven, at 17, they're like, he just fucking hates you guys. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. He's camping. Sure he is. He went to get sure a carton of milk. Don't it, was, it was funny because we were in basic training. They had no idea what I had done, but there was this thing after the first week in basic training, they forced us to call home and they listened in and they're like, we want your parents to know you're still alive for now. You know, and it was like, I had to call him. Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> well, you know. well, I'm in the military now. Right. I decided I wanted to see the world. So, yeah. 
Wow, that's uh, that's <laughs> quite the story. story. So, yeah. how did you go? How did you go from being in the Air Force to making masks and shit, making monsters? I, I, so yeah, I, I kind of fell into it. I, I wanted to do it while I was in the when I was in high school and you know, I, I used to, we didn't have the internet. So, you know, I'm combing through magazines and stuff like that, trying to figure out how things were put together. And I did a lot of trial and error stuff. And you know, my grandparents and my parents were like, Oh, that, that's cute. You know, he wants to be an artist uh, until they started realizing, Oh shit, he's 17. He still wants to be an artist, you know, like, and, oh, he better fucking join the military. No shit. And that's what my grandfather <laughs> said. He's like, I had a full ride scholarship to the art Institute of Pittsburgh. And he was just like, no, no, you're going to, you know, those, those starving artists, that's a real thing. And blah blah blah, and you're you're worth more than that, and blah. You need to join the military, and that's when my my cousin tried to tried sell to me sell to the you. army. Yeah, I'm gonna sell your ass. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> for two hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. Well, that was that you know, fucking long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, back uh, back in uh, nineteen. Uh, anyway, you know, it was back it was, in nineteen fifty. Two hundred yeah, bucks was like, good oh, money, shit. but I don't. Two hundred bucks and a pack of smokes. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> pack of smokes. Lucky <laughs> strikes, and you get yeah. <laughs> and you get a month off of your enlistment requirement. <laughs> oh my god! Don't even give them any ideas. <laughs> they would be like fucking selling people like I got fifteen. Cake. Guys, right here. I'm done. My that's such a joke up. too. Enlistment requirements because you'll go overseas and you don't realize that to come back. No, you need to tack on two more years. Yeah. You know, it's so like you're gonna be. We're forcing you to stay here for six more months, so you got to tack on two years. Yeah, you got to re-enlist for two more. Years. What? Oh, and you might as well just do four if you're gonna I do thought, two. <laughs> I thought the Constitution outlawed indentured servitude, motherfuckers. Yeah. This is but not a goddamn vacation. You start <laughs> to get acclimatized to it. Like I didn't want to leave. I was I was gonna be a lifer, and then I just sort of like you know had to leave. And you know th- that's a story that I can't really tell on tape. But you know it was uh, it it was it was I was so happy with what I was doing. I didn't want to leave. And and then they, they scare the hell out of you. What Man, the job market out there. I don't know what the hell you're going to do. Plus, we trained you to kill people. I'm not quite sure that there's a that's, market for that. You're not, exactly, it's like, you're not going to... The mafia. You're yeah, the mafia. Exactly. Well. Have you seen what people, how they fucking treat veterans in this country? You're not going to die. Look, we've got free health care right now. I mean... Oh dear, are you talking about the VA? Because yeah, it's yeah let's not. Yeah, <laughs> I won't. I, I technically to get out of the whole um, um, the 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 fine you had to pay if you didn't have insurance. I signed up with the VA. They have never seen my ass, and they will never see my yeah, ass. Why I the mean, fuck would they? That's like I'm like hell no. The things in the middle you guys were talking about earlier. You were talking about um, uh, shit. Uh, Injections, vaccines, yeah, vaccines. You know, you'd get them in the military. It's a, it's a command directive. You have to do it. There's, you have no choice in the matter. Yeah, because you're going to, you have to fucking yeah. get anthrax vaccinated. However, you, you don't know what the hell they're <laughs> injecting you with. It's like you know, sir. You said that 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 that's a flu. That's a flu shot, and, and it's then you're glowing. Like, you know, America. Yeah, it's fucking glowing. Don't Why is it glowing? Because, <laughs> because Saudi Arabian flu is different. <laughs> it's than it's harsher flu. than yes. And then <laughs> why did all my hair fall out? Yeah, that, exactly. Look, some. Sometimes people have that reaction. Don't things. worry about it. Don't worry dude, about look, it. Look, honestly, let me be clear. You're a white dude. They weren't going to fucking inject you with anything. Oh, they I did that to all the colored <laughs> folk back in Tuskegee oh in the day. God. Like, that's, that's, that's a real it's thing. true. Though. They fucking tested on black servicemen. <laughs> they did. It's yeah. fucking unbelievable. That I, have no I have no comment. I have no comment. I mean, if you've ever been out to Dugway, they're doing that now with anything. If you go out there and you like stumble upon it, they're just going to probably inject you with something in Dugway. They just yeah. have those flashy things like men in black. Yeah. Just <laughs> those are fucking real. Why is there sure. a two headed cow? 
Don't worry about, about that. that. Don't worry about that. Don't ask questions. <laughs> That's just twice the beef. The best the best scene is when they go to That's the... That's head cheese. <laughs> <laughs> is it the second one, the light of Zartha, when they go watch that show with that fucking weird dude that's the video store clerk and he lives in his mom's attic? Um, he's like... This is the third one, isn't it? Get rid of your glasses. <laughs> Take her to Cambodia and get her a fucking lobster. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Move out of your Which mom's Which one was house. that? I that can't, was the second one. Was it the second was one? Was that? I thought we decided it was the it third was. one. It was. No, because they had to watch the video of her yeah, coming was, down in the... Because he had the video. The third, you told the me third I looked like him where, when I was wearing my hat the, the other day. Yeah. That was the third one. The third one is where Will Smith goes back in time. I don't know. That was the uh, sexiest yeah, yeah. evil alien. You know, yeah. tentacle my ass up. I just signed my ass up. I mean, <laughs> I'm the, here. All the fucking hentai people were so all over that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all right. All right. So wow. we're at Hill Air Force no. Base. <laughs> uh, Speaking of, okay, a lot of people are, you know, so men in black, right? So back to the special effects thing. Um so there's this scene. It's like it's like three seconds, three seconds, if that, um, where they're walking through the lobby of the Men in Black and and uh, Tommy Lee Jones just showing Will Smith, you know, around. And there's this alien bubble gelatin blob. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, Bob. Bob. I think it was Bob. Yeah, yeah and, Bob. and Bob was made okay uh, by Stan Winston Studios, and it, I think I think they said it was something like three hundred thousand dollars that they had built this thing, and all Bob was was a twenty dollar box of garbage bags that they had essentially uh, soldered together with a little bit of a hot gun so that the pieces melted together and they turned it inside out and painted it from within so that you couldn't tell that there was like a person inside Bob, you know, operating. (laughs) I mean, talk about the return on 20 bucks, you know? I mean, that's so that is an interesting thing because we've talked to I don't know if we talked to Crit about this on air when we were at uh, Anime Bonsai. But that's one of the things, like the way that they made special effects props back in the pre-CGI days, even talking to Raven, the functional real props, the shit that you guys come up with to do that stuff is just amazing. We pull it out of our asses. Well, like, There's a lot of fear involved. I, I, don't, I can't give this money back. I can't give this money back. Think about, think about <laughs> fucking Halloween, for example. The original Halloween, Mike Myers mask. Yeah. It's just a fucking inside out mask. Like William Shatner, who came up yeah. with that? Like, ah, oh, fuck, what are we gonna do to make? The, oh, Jesus, we can't use the we can't use well, the hockey. If mask. I remember That's correctly, chasing. the mask that they had was it was it was damaged, and they didn't have time to get a replacement, mm-hmm. so they came up with whatever the hell they could find. Yeah, so they fucking found a Will Ferrell mask and like turned it inside out. <laughs> Will Ferrell, William Shatner. I don't even William Shatner. Shatner. Same like, thing. He was a fetus. <laughs> and that, and look at how iconic that mask is. And that's yeah, how exactly. Simple it was. Someone paid that's someone twenty thousand. Well, and that's for the that. you know, stuff like that. Did Critter ever tell you the story about how he got cheated out of royalties on Beetlejuice? No. Uh, I love this story. No. because it's so out of the the norm for Crit. Okay, Crit, you guys have met him. He's the sweetest yep. yeah, guy Crit's on awesome. earth. He would literally take off his clothes for someone oh. in in multiple ways. Um, whatever the reason. I mean, really. I would too, yeah. but it he's, make me a good he's, person. Uh, but he, so he's the sweetest guy. And to hear him tell the story, it's like bullshit, really? And so he, he was working on a project. He was working on, um, the, uh, the, uh, shit. 
On Beetlejuice. The carnival. The carnival. Yeah, the yeah, roll the carnival out, stuff. The arms yeah. and the all that stuff. And plus that, that weird priest looking thing that they had. Um, and so he's building that and something was driving him nuts and he couldn't get the thing to work. And someone walked up and said, hey, we need you to puppet this thing, you know, blow smoke through this uh, this lady's throat because, you know, the, the guy who's here, yeah, he's, he's not here. And he's like, go get a PA or something. I'm busy, you know, and the guy goes, no, we need you. And Chris is like, fuck off. And so the guy goes off and finds somebody else. Now, the guy who ended up blowing the smoke through this guy's, through her throat, is now making royalties every time that movie is sold. <laughs> and he had, um, he had, uh, there's a special kind of SAG membership. I yeah. can't remember what he the told hell us it's about, called. He told us, I Did think he, he told us. I think he might have told us a story or, or something, something similar yeah. to it. Yeah. And, and so he kicks himself. Like he fucking, I think he probably has a personal vendetta <laughs> against, you know, because he's like, you know, we didn't know it was going to be a thing. And it was like, you know, hey, screw you. You worked on a movie that I find to be an icon that was one of the yeah. the reasons why I wanted to L- get in. Let's uh, be you know. clear. He's worked on a fuck ton yeah, of Yeah, I hate him. I, I fucking hate him. Crit, I hate your ass. <laughs> no, you don't. Don't mind. No, no, I don't. So, hey, I man, is somebody doing that? I don't think anybody can hate Crit. I just hate his fucking career. I want it. <laughs> what did you do in Beetlejuice? <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. Here's my scene. Here's so my don't scene. ever smoke around yeah. Crit. See that smoke? That's me. That's yeah. I was tucked between the old lady's butt cheeks, yeah. blowing through that hose, and I made yeah. five hundred fucking thousand dollars so far on it. It's still tacky. I don't doubt it. I bet you it's closer to a couple million that's, at this point. And every Halloween, crazy. another check rolls in. Exactly. And Crit cries. So, so <laughs> that's got to suck though. Like in reality, like what? I know because that's the kind of shit that happens to me. And I'm like, I feel your pain, brother, but you still got to work on the movie. So kiss my ass. Yeah, you still like that goes on your resume, right? Well, so, so he was yeah. also telling us about all the stuff that they make, and then they just throw out in the dumpster. Oh, yeah, yeah, like all the time. How much yeah. stuff do you try? Well, and for instance, okay, so you guys over here on the wall, um, I got some of the creatures I made on the Jim Henson show, and they they were literally stacked up waiting to be pushed with a forklift into the into the dumpster. Is when, that fucking Harry from Harry and the Henderson's mask? Uh he's a cousin because if he was, I would be sued. Oh, so he's yeah. a cousin, cousin to Harry. Cousins? That looks yeah. that's fucking great. That's really I appreciate close. it. Thank you. Um yeah I can tell that that one down at the end is a a, a Henson. Yeah w- that was the episode, the second episode we got to do uh, that was the coolest thing I think in the world was being able to create um, those Skeksis for a dark crystal challenge oh, in so front cool. of the Hensons that's and, the most terrifying you know, guys movie. like Crit, but <laughs> yeah, I know it was, it was, it was delightfully terrifying, I that's think so as a kid, but, cool. but yeah, like so, so I really, I, I really am curious, like how, so you always wanted to do it, but how do you go from carrying your own guns in the air force to making a career out of this well like i said it was something i wanted to do beforehand and so i did the old man you know right i went to the military for you know for a decade and when i got when i got out i was like okay you know now it's my turn and he he kept telling me he's like nope you're gonna die you need to be an accountant and <laughs> fucker and and so you, you know, want to die inside yeah i know yeah i just that's what i want to do is i just want to just shrivel up and die um and so I, uh, sorry, yeah, no shit. Sorry. So sorry. Uh, sorry, my wife is an accountant. Uh, so, she, <laughs> so yeah. And I see her misery on a daily basis. Um, so I, you know, I just started when I got out, I started working and finally got into the career and my, and my grandfather kept telling me to quit. It wasn't until he saw me on national television on that show. 
And he calls me up and he's like, you know, there, there might be something to this art thing after us. <laughs> Fuck you, old man. <laughs> I spent no, 10 years grandma. in the Air Force because of you, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's like, who, who's, I just fucking read an interview. Oh, Alton Brown. I was, I was uh, reading a thing on Alton Brown and he said his, you know, like he's estranged. His dad died when he was real young. He believes he was murdered, but the police report was, was suicide. Um, but he, he was estranged. He's estranged from his mother and he really can't stand her. And he said, she didn't ever believe in anything I could do until she saw me on TV for the first time. Yeah, I know. Like, how the fu- like you're their fucking parent. Like, I maybe your grandparent, I can kind of get it. But- well, here's the thing. Like, in my case, they remembered me as the 17-year-old or the teenage who ran asshole. Away from home to join yeah, that, that I was when I was a kid. You know, they don't realize that as an adult. That's why it pisses me off when I when I hear people from high schools. Oh, you know, that's typical. You know, blah blah blah. You don't know anything about me because I have been like a different person for longer than I knew you. You know, it's most like, people change. That's why you don't yeah, fucking yeah. go to high school reunions, folks. I have never been to one, <laughs> and these are sad because you see like three people that have gotten together for the reunion, and it's like that's the party. It gets smaller and smaller every year, and it's just the fucking people that don't have anything else in their life you only go to your reunion if it's like zach and mary what you're trying to have (laughs) sex with everyone yeah and then end up fucking each other yeah or or, or or what was the other one? Uh, Romeo and Michelle. Romeo and Michelle. Yeah, that, that one. Show. It's mostly a daydream. You just don't realize it. You know? <laughs> I invented post-it, post-it notes. notes. I post-it notes. Well, no, the glue that's on the back. Oh, of the yeah, the glue notes. that's on the post-it notes. Yeah, that's <laughs> such a great movie. <laughs> it really so is. I'm the Mary. <laughs> You're the Rhoda. You're the Rhoda. I'm the Mary. I love Alan coming in that movie, by the way. Yeah, it's probably the only time he looked normal. I, I Somebody asked us to invite him to the convention, so I, I looked him up, right? And all the pictures I, I saw were frightening. I'm like, he does this model thing, and I'm like, dude, what the hell? He's amazing. He's still trying to pull off the fucking, like, the, the Zoolander, like, Magnum stuff. Yeah, Magnum things, yeah. Naked with Christmas trees. If you, know you could I mean? make Just, that happen... Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, I might come to Ogden. No, I will. Yeah, I might come to Ogden. I came I'll camp here, out in came Ogden. Here for this. <laughs> I uh, came here in that for tent this. down the street. He says, he says with the back tone of fucking God damn. But you have to say it with a Scottish accent. <laughs> Do you ever drive from Salt Lake to Ogden during rush hour? Not, Not for under $5,000. Yeah, I don't leave Ogden exactly. for anything less. So you don't fucking understand, or you no. do, and that's why you charge I do, and if, yeah, if, if I've got enough money to get, yeah, all right, all right, it's worth it. It's worth it. And I sit there in rush hour, and I'm like, well, no, 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 they're going to pay for my transportation <laughs> i mean i think it's i think it's good for us to do this every once in a while because then we realize what our guests have to go through when they come to us from up here so i'm just it keeping is. it real that's <laughs> no, well, and to real. be real you, you would have, have just to. gone from one ghetto to another according to my husband it's true we live in gangland in salt lake i call it west stabbington west but i actually Stabbington. stopped calling it west stabbington when last summer we had like three fucking gang shootings, shootings. In in a week's period, drive-bys because of escalating tensions. So escalating <laughs> tensions. But to be fair, and I don't know because there's a package on my doorstep now. I hope maybe we still haven't had anything stolen. Yeah, I don't know. The post office delivered it like fucking seven thirty this morning. See, that's the other thing. Nobody messes with that stuff. I think I remember like we had it like, been sitting there all weekend because I'm just too lazy to go to the front door. It's like because we use the back door. I'm not going to the front. Are you going to pick it up? Yeah, I'll get it in a minute. And <laughs> we forget about it. I've had well, it's like I've said. I've had ten thousand thousand dollars worth of computer equipment sitting behind my garbage can on the side of my house that the UPS driver put there and so so it wasn't on my porch but it's fucking clearly marked boxes of like computers and laptops. Like, yeah, look, there's a monitor nice. in yeah. this one. Yeah, like 
that's lovely that they do that for you, you know. <laughs> well, and the, the, the crazy thing, so this happened, this happened twice now. Bree has ordered a gift from me from Amazon. Amazon puts everything in a fucking like, box. Like, it doesn't matter. Amazon. It's this yeah. phone, and it's in no a shit. box the size of that table, right? Yeah. So <laughs> she ordered, the last two things she's ordered for me as a gift just came in their own box. His like fucking, Instant Pot and a Christmas present. It comes in, he brings it in, and I'm like... Uh, Are you fucking like, kidding me happy, again? Happy birthday. No Merry shit. Christmas. You and yet I got some. Well, oh, I got Jess's present, which is not just like normal size. Like a I gigantic fucking box. And the box is like five times. And it has so, like all this packed. Oh, like, refrigerator box. That's yeah. all we had. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, oh, no, this is the most oh, economical no. way to ship this thing. Like what? Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the whole uh, drone where they're so damn heavy, they're just falling. You know, it's right. like, well, you know, oh, look, it might as well have been in Walmart. We that TV just falls on the ground. We delivered <laughs> it to you. It's on your roof. Also, six, also success. Uh, lock your storm doors or your screen yes. doors if you have them. We had ours fucked up by a postman a couple years ago. And he ago. tried to do it again today, and he was thwarted. Yeah, they fucking opened the door to put it inside the storm door. But last time they did that, Fucking windstorm slammed our storm door against our porch because the door didn't close and ripped our door off of its frame. And you try to get any money from the post office. I dare you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck, I'll pay you $100 if you can get 20 out of them in a year's time. <laughs> For a fucking $3,000 So now our, our storm door is always locked. Yep, it yeah. doesn't get unlocked because they, they all fucking do <laughs> they it, all too. Turn and it's like, it. he's trying to, like, are you trying to, is that more secure to stick this giant, so it was uh, curtain rods, we think, or, uh, like, yeah, curtain rods came so today. So it's a big long tall box. She, long tall you think it's going to detract someone from stealing that? Our you door is glass. Stick it standing up and down in a fucking storm. The door bed. is glass. The you whole know, thing. I actually love my mailman because the guy he okay. I have I have an old pickup truck that you know it's 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 pretty much gotten to the point where it's just uh, it's it's not economical. It's to drive. a yard decoration. Yeah, it's 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 old. It's an old military ornaments. truck. It's got the big military wheels. It costs a fortune to go down to the street, but I the one door. I leave, you know, unlocked. And so the, the postman it just sticks all of my boxes That's in the so front great. seat of the truck. That's a good idea. And because he doesn't know how to close the door, it's always opened a little bit. So I know when the door is ajar <laughs> <Yeah>. that the <laughs> mailman has been there. You get home and you're like, oh, I got a package. So, Yay! <laughs> That's fantastic. Plus, anyone looks at that truck, the first thing you're going to think of is they're going to get shot if they, open, if they <laughs> mess with it. I mean, it is, it screams hillbilly. Military hillbilly is what it screams. Yeah, so they, yeah, stay away from it. <laughs> okay, so now now I I want to talk about uncon because I didn't know what the fuck it was when I first read it. That is my favorite subject. Um, so uncon. It's your wife's favorite subject. <laughs> Ogden uncon. I'm looking right at the sign. Untamed, unconventional, pure pop culture con. It's a not a convention. Is it is. It is totally. It's a pop culture convention, but we just go about it. In a different way. Like, for instance, if you go to a lot of conventions, I mean, it's the, it's the newest Marvel movie. It's, you know, the DC came out with something. There's way more to pop culture than freaking marble. Mar marble. Marvel. And so we wanted to bring guests that were unconventional. And so our first guest that we couldn't announce first, but one of our first guests was uh, Sophia the Robot. And so Hanson Robotics created her first human uh, sorry sorry first human <laughs> first artificially intelligent citizen and addresses the united nations i mean this she's got all kinds of cool going on she's like commander data and c3po here and now and so you know we we reached out they were receptive it was her very first uh, comic-con they were wanting to see how it was going to work out so you know be careful they're going to find you five thousand dollars now well is she gonna is she gonna <laughs> shake hands and get sick 
<laughs> she most gets of us do. Like, I mean, that's a complaint a lot of people have of going to conventions. You shake people's hands. Oh, no, dude. Sick. You know, con funk is a real thing. I no, mean, like even it's celebrities, you'll see con us. Con crud. Con crud. Yeah. I should I don't. Why did I know that? Wait, cool. We'll have. Un con. He doesn't use normal terms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, we're, we're totally unconventional. Uh, you have like a uh, sanitizer at your table mm -hmm. and you try to be cool and very, you know, when they walk away, kind of, you know, clean your hands off. It's not because we think that all. <laughs> oh, I no, touched... some just do it right in front of you yeah, for see, sure. That's just because they know that they're going to get paid one way or another. Yeah. I'm on I, I'm on the low rung. And so I want to be as polite as possible and tell my fans that I do appreciate. Well, that. So like Brett, Brett Spiner, uh, data, since you brought him up, he, mm -hmm. he's talked about this in panels before. He says, I don't shake anyone's hand at the con. Like I will fist bump you and I will hug you before I will shake your hand because yeah. I'm less likely to get sick. As well, Sophia gives hugs. Here. Sorry. I don't know Can if her security she? is going to let you hug her, but we've I got set it. up for photo ops, and she's going to do two panels, and that that that's way cool. So who who was she just on, Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy Fallon? Fallon last uh, not last night, but I think it was Friday night. Last was that week? it? Last week, yeah. And they unveiled little Sophia, which I think with the amount of money that we paid for Sophia, we should get a free one. You know, <laughs> and so you know. <laughs> So what I joke, but I'm crying inside. <laughs> this, is your, this is your first year doing it, right? This is our first year, yeah. So what made you decide with, with fucking Fanex, the, the big six hundred pound gorilla, to throw this up here in Ogden? Like wh what made you go, This this can happen, this can be successful? Well, for one thing, we're like I said, we're we're approaching it from a different angle, and plus, we're not in competition with anybody because you know we're we're uh, what do they call them microcons, you know, under ten thousand, and we never plan on getting anything above ten thousand. So um, we want to keep it. That makes it feel a little more exclusive. Um, we've got a different brand of celebrities that we're going for. Um, we're geared towards being. Um, all about the con experience without not the three hour lines, the three hour lines. And, and then, you know, you know, it, you know, things, things go wrong when you've got, you know, a hundred thousand plus people. And so by keeping it smaller, we're able to keep it in Ogden. We're able to make sure that everyone has a good time. And at the same time, we've got so much stuff going on that at the convention, there's no possible way that you could do everything that there is to do in 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 three days it's just not i mean we've got burlesque shows we've got drag shows we've got vip parties of tons of those we've got some secret parties we haven't announced yet um we've got you know uh what we call the artist helping hand programs where we've got local artists that we're trying to actually get published and um uh when it comes to the authors and then there's there's a whole uh version of that for actors that we're trying to get paying gigs for these actors by by doing these programs we're just not we're not about, you know, I, I don't know if there's a nice way to say it. It's like we're not a cattle farm. You know, we want to make sure that, you know, that people have fun and that, that that they're talking about it. And they're like, oh, my God, I didn't get to do that. And, you know, I would have loved to sit on that panel. But there was one over here going on. And sounds a know. lot like anime bonsai. Just uh, in that they're smaller and yeah. they want people to have fun. They want people to participate. So anime bonsai is more like a three-day party. Yeah, and that's kind of what we're going for. Only, you know, our party is 24 hours a day for three days. And so it doesn't stop. I mean, there's if it's 3 o'clock in the morning, there's a panel going on. I got to be I gotta be honest with you. I'm pretty sure Anime Bonsai is 24 hours a day, too, if you've ever been there. Oh, I, I They don't, don't fucking stop over there. They're crazy, those kids in their anime. 
<laughs> I can't keep up with those fucking kids. With those, with the the ten thousand number that you're throwing out, is that hard to sell to your guests? Or, I mean, they travel around the country at other cons, other well, pop culture events. Is- I don't know how those numbers compare because I imagine there are some that are very, very small. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like I, we we've done conventions that that are. 3,000 people and but that's so cool to them I assume to have it is. people come out and, and at be the like, same time Naomi the Grossman, numbers I love you yeah well 50 okay so 50 uh, no I'm sorry it's 48% of convention attendees say that they want a convention under 15,000 people that uh-huh. that is what they consider their comfort zone and it makes it fun without being overly crowded so that's the market that we're we're trying to appeal to and again with the with the the, the celebrities the thing for them is you know um We've got a lot of cool people there. There's there's more time that the fans can spend with them because I've been to cons where and I'm, I'm like I said, I, I, I don't stop saying it. I'm like the low man on the totem pole, but I'm sitting there and I'm signing autographs and there's a guy standing next to me. OK, move through, move through. And I get three seconds to say to somebody who saw me on television that that's the coolest thing in the world that someone saw you on television. And they were either inspired by it or they hated your guts or they want to, you know, they want to talk. <laughs> I, I liked I like Jake better. Well, fuck you. Why were you bleeped out at all the wrong moments? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, yeah. What, what about that? They don't have a chance to talk. In this case, they've got they've got minutes to talk not not three seconds before they're ushered out i'm in Woo-woo! are you yeah You're naomi in. grossman is coming naomi dude. grossman is cool as hell dude she just did her shout out video we were a little worried about the graininess so and it's like you know i don't know if she used a flip phone <laughs> or what, but i love it you know but um we'll be we'll be sending that out she to took you it soon. on an eight millimeter and like <clears throat> converted it yeah, like, like Naomi. Naomi's a, a trip, and and everybody loves Pepper for God's sakes, you know. Um, and then the two guys from we tried we tried to link our celebrities together in a certain way. Like for instance, does that mean you'll have more American Horror Story people? Well, I can't say out loud. <laughs> um, but we do. I can say that we just finished the the contract with another uh, Lost in Space actor. So you have three so far, right? Well, no, we have two. Two. Okay. So now we'll have two. So we have we have uh, Toby Stevens, who was the you know the main one of the main characters in the Lost in Space, but he was also the main captain in black sails he was captain flint mm-hmm. so he's connected to um uh to zach uh mcgowan because zach was captain vane um in in that same show black sails and that's a great show by the way it was a it was an amazing show like i mean captain, mark ryan is in that mark ryan he does the voice of bumblebee in the transformer movies. <laughs> he's really awesome. <laughs> he doesn't have a voice though. Is, is he he has, is she's all like he does have he a does voice. All, he does all the radio stuff. Yeah, he's awesome. All of the little radio bits is the same guy. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, also I'm a nerd. Really I'm a cool. nerd. I'm a pop culture that, nerd. <laughs> and really, that's what we're going for. We want you to have fun with the pop culture side of it. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, that's a really cool thing from a voice actor standpoint that you don't think about like there was one guy assigned to be mm-hmm. Bumblebee and all the lines that are the different bits of radio, that's just one person. Yeah. So you hear a lot about fan X people complain about the, oh, the pop culture people and why there is a, I am your market. Like there is people that are so passionate about that, that they don't care about they don't certain parts of it. They don't, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I can't tell you that. But when you start bringing the older 
actors and the show, you know, the shows that there is a market for everyone. And I think this is going to be so much fun. You're bringing Chris Kattan. Is that? Yeah. Chris like, Kattan. Yeah. That, you know, and I know he's been, he's been to wise guys before, but there is a market for that. And you know, I think people feral. are going to be, <laughs> yes, they can be. No, you can night at the Roxbury. I did it again. I heard, I heard <laughs> By the way, I went to the premiere of that. <laughs> you went to the premiere. <laughs> and, and anyways, but I just, I think it's neat because it's giving people, like you said, that smaller environment that they're going to have that experience that they might not get at another. Yeah. Well, like I, nostalgia. I think yes. it's, I think yes, it's absolutely. really smart planning a convention at a certain attendance level because you, you're not going to compete with FanX and its 100,000 attendees. Yeah. And we have no desire to even come close to that. And I mean, it is really cool <laughs> when a celebrity comes in because they're like, oh, fucking Salt Lake City, Utah, what is this place? And for, for FanX, they go in and they're in the grand ballroom and they see 6,000 fucking people. And it's, it's mind blowing to them that that exists here. But like you said, it's, it's a different experience when you get time to actually interact with someone. Exactly. I mean, and somebody big, like, you know, I'm not saying, you know, uh, Chris Kattan's like, you know, the, the premiere. Chris Kattan. He's great. Yeah. He's exciting. He's he's not Chris Evans. Exactly. Yeah. And and so, and then, and with Captain Flint, I mean, okay. So Vane likes to, uh, so Vane. Wow. I retracted to his character. Uh, (laughs) Zach McGowan is a trip. Like I've seen him at other conventions and he's just, He's a fun nutball. And we tried to put together as many fun nutballs as we could. And like uh, my friends from the, the land of the lost, I mean, they bring their own damn raft. Like I've, I've been <laughs> next great. to them at other conventions where <laughs> I've like, been like one table down. You kind of regret it. You kind of regret <laughs> being one table down because you hear that damn song over and over and over. And they're so <laughs> enthusiastic about singing it. And then all of a sudden the raft goes down and everybody piles in. And then you hear, ah! And it's like, oh my God, again, they're like, and they're just, they're just the guy. Okay. They're older than I am. I'm not going to say how old you know I am, but they're older than I am. I was a child watching that show and they I have got so much show, energy. I mean, I love that show. I mean, so good. I know. Yeah. All those, all, all those shows that were made in that era. Cause that's original lost in space. What was the, ah, fuck. I'm trying to think of the other one. I always used to watch from land of the giants. Was that one of them? I don't remember. But those shows were fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. Low budget, but so cool. Oh, yeah, exactly. Such shitty production quality, but it was still fun to watch. A lot of people don't know this, but the they, they do the, uh, the, the Star Trek convention every year in Vegas. And the reason why they're allowed to do that convention is because the right, they're like the, they're like the, uh, the stepchildren of, of the sci-fi world because the, um, <laughs> the, yeah, I'm telling you. So they, um, the writers were the writers from Star Trek. And so, you know, they were able to, uh, you know, to get in because of that. They're like, oh, all right, you know, it's all right. You know, we'll so you put you in the in. corner. Yeah. Yeah. And, but they, you, you, you go in there and you see how many people line up just to see them. So I, I got to ask, because you've got Chris Kattan, you've got Land of the Lost. Are you getting Will Ferrell? <laughs> not, <laughs> not if I can help it. Um, <laughs> no. Because so he was in, the, he was in the, the remake, wasn't he, of Land of the Lost? Yeah. He was. Yeah. That, and so were, so were my I'm friends. Just saying, you gotta, they just got cut out of it. You, uh, I'll tell you that, 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 that one scene where I guess um, uh, what's it, Will kisses Holly really... <laughs> fucked with them because 
at that time they thought it was still a brother and sister thing. They didn't realize what was going on, and there was that scene, and they were like, "No!" You know, like, this it went dark. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I get to hear about that. But um, who else? Did, I mean, there was somebody else on the list that uh, I thought you were. No, I was asking about Will Ferrell because you just keep all these people. Oh no, have... there, there's one. There's just one big rule. We don't want anyone. Uh, we don't want to sign anyone who has already been seen in Utah because yeah. otherwise, what's the point? You know, I mean, uh-huh. the whole the whole goal is to bring new and fresh you know, guests every year, not the same people. So that way people, you know, are seeing completely new show every time. So does, does having, um, having a, a, an event like Fanex in the same state help you bring more people here? Yeah, I don't think I don't think having a, a mega con in the state is is a bad thing. I mean, because they've shown, number one, that um, there's an outside draw. You know, and we've projected about 25% of our uh, ticket holders are, um, are going to be from out of state. Up until this weekend, they were 100% out of state. <laughs> we were getting sales, wow. um, from as far as, as, uh, Maryland. Um, and Whoa. Georgia. Anybody and from Pennsylvania? No, <laughs> bastards, no. Um, you know, but like Jersey from and Jamestown stuff. Jamestown have been considering it, but they think it's a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. This, you know, it's Russ because, you know, we knew him when he was 15. Um, you know, so. Uh, they're still he's in, obviously. They're the still in Jamestown. Their kids yeah. are about to graduate. Yeah, their great grandkids are about I to mean, graduate. Their, their grandkid is pregnant. So yeah, she's exactly. Pregnant. She's pregnant, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> shit. There's going to be some local Pennsylvanians like, you fuck you, man. Um, I don't know if we have Pennsylvanians listening to the show, so I think we're okay. Maybe well, you know, who the fuck? I'm sitting right here. I mean, <laughs> I was like listening to the- No, you've lived here for over 20 years. You're in Utah. Utah. Oh, I'm in Utah now. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So the more the more newness that we've got, the the fresher it is. And, and we were talking about, 20, yeah, the Megacon, out, uh, sorry, um, brings in outside. So we knew what we could project for outside, which is great for the city of Ogden, because mm. with our ticket sales, uh, projected ticket sales, we're going to bring seven, uh, at least seven hundred thousand dollars worth of economic impact to the oh, city of Ogden. Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and that was the original. Maybe reasoning. they can start fixing bullet holes in the fucking doors. <laughs> yeah, those are badges of honor. Um, so we, um, you know, we, when we pitched it to the city, it, it wasn't really something that I, I, I wanted to have ownership of. It was something that I thought would be a great communal, you know, project. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, yeah, that sounds fantastic. Here's a check. Go to it. And I'm like, oh, oh okay. So um, <laughs> they're like, we'll help you out with your business license. Get yeah. So we had like an, uh, we had an independent, uh, you know, uh, group do an economic impact of what we had projected. And they came back with a $700,000 number. And that's half the tickets that we projected. So, I mean, if we can just sell half of what we hope to achieve, you know, that's going to be a huge thing for the city. Yeah, because, I mean, everybody's going to be downtown. I mean, I think of all those businesses downtown that are going to be able to I, I mean, you really, know, people that come up from Salt Lake, that's basically out-of-staters. Well, you were talking, yeah. right? You were talking before that this is going to be at three different locations yes. throughout those three days. You weren't here for that. Sorry, Chris. No. But I was blowing my nose. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, there 
Where are those locations again? So um, we have the the Piri's Egyptian Theater and the Echo Center are one, not one facility. They would probably yell at me for that. Um, but they're like, they share hallways, you know. So and if that you've be, never been into the fucking Egyptian Theater, you should yeah, you should oh, pay it's a amazing. ticket to go see. Well, the, first yeah. you should go to the burlesque show that Endless Indulgence is putting on. You can oh, get yeah. your experience and you'll be like, I got to come back to this. I and then you can come it. to I, a, do it. I saw a Sundance movie there once. Nice. Yeah, and they used to do Sundance up here. Um, they, they didn't last year. I, I've heard I some rumors as to why. Yeah. Um, there was something about the expense or whatever, and you know. But there's a new owner, so maybe he's. Yeah, and that could he be. He can be in on it or manager. I don't know. But we've got the so we've got the Eccles Center, we've got the Amphitheater uh, downtown, and then we've got this new facility that's actually coming online in the spring. It's called the uh, the Monarch, and the Monarch is if you can imagine a conference center for artists. So there's going to be these bays where artists, local artists, or even, you know, out of, out of, out of city artists, you know, um, can have shops to work on their, their space. They can rent them by the, by the 300 square foot block, I think is what they're going to be doing. And so, um, you know, they were great enough to, to say, Hey, listen, you know, we want this to be one of our first, you know, um, wow. yeah. And we were, we were over the moon, you know, and I was like, Oh my God, you know, that's going to be fantastic. The first time in there, you know, um, be the first major event that I, <clears throat> unless somebody comes in before us, that'll suck. We could take our thunder away. You know? <laughs> so, so if you, the having multiple venues, how, how is that logistically from a, a, I mean, that seems like a fucking nightmare to set up three or four different venues over the course of three days and have them adequately staffed yeah. and, and have layouts figured out and have fucking entrance points figured out correctly in the process. Like how how has that been going through that whole thing? That it's it's been a challenge. Like um like even the Echo Center, you know, uh, there were so many vendor booths that we needed to help supplement, you know, the uh, the the ability to even put this on. And then every time we looked at it, it was the shape of the venue that you know it was a little smaller than we wanted. And um we really kind of you know wanted to hit the two hundred and fifty vendor mark. And so when the second venue came about. Um, we were really excited because that gave us a chance to have essentially two small conventions. So we'll have certain actors in one uh, over at the, uh, the Echo Center, and then we'll have voice actors, we'll have uh, authors, we'll have comic book artists, um, animators at the second venue. So that way, we're, no matter where you're at, you know, there is a there's a line of you know people who are wanting to see those you know those actors those those, uh, those guests. People, yeah. yeah, I'm assuming a ticket gets you into yes. all of it. Yeah, so I mean, a one day pass gets you into all of it. Uh, three day pass gets you all weekend, right? I mean, and then the VIP pass, everything from our workshops to our parties to our you know our shows and other events are all free. So you essentially bought that ticket. Now you get access to everything. That's freaking cool. That's freaking cool. Oh, and a t-shirt. Yeah. Because you always got to give away a free I only use t-shirts to exercise in. I have, I have, (laughs) I get a new t-shirt every month from Loot Crate. I get one, at least one a year from a convention. Um, I don't get a Tam t-shirt from every convention I'm at. I've been to 50 conventions in four <laughs> years. I've gotten two t-shirts. I, I bet you I... You need to work on your... you got to re-think like that writer. No. I could, wear, I could wear a new t-shirt every day for probably Hand sanitizer and a t-shirt. And barely have to do laundry. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I have a lot of fucking t-shirts. I don't wear t-shirts. And not t-shirts. a lot of time to wear them. That's how I feel about my hoodies. 
I don't have hoodies either. That's why I stopped buying hoodies because I don't wear them. I, love them. <laughs> I wear the hell out of them. They're like, like a signature that's why I keep thing for them. me. Yeah. This in the in the leather biker vest. If it wasn't so fucking hot, I'd wear them more because I love them. They're super comfortable, but I can't handle the heat. It's not that I'm not cold. It's just not my thing. So, <laughs> I, so what do you what do you want people to to say when they walk away? I I just want them to have felt like they got their money's worth. I want them to leave feeling like they didn't have to spend a ton of money to have fun here. I mean, our VIP ticket is our most expensive ticket and it's $120. You know, like I said, that gets you access to everything 24 hours for three days, uh, workshops that we're doing with the guys from Face Off, teaching people how to do uh, makeup. Um, they're going to be doing them in tandem. So they're going to be doing a, a creature makeup and an old does, age makeup in tandem. Does the VIP ticket come with a baggie of meth to keep you going for the three days? <laughs> I think we're going to put, we, we, we I mean, might do Ogden. some rock. There's some blue rock salt and we can just, we're just uh, going to stamp it breaking bad, you know? And dude, we just, no, yeah. the problem is you, you start giving people fucking salt and they're going to turn into zombies and eat each other's faces. Oh, yeah. You got to watch well, out for Well, it's, it's, uh, ice melt so it's okay. really just crystallized cow urine. Oh, so it's just so. it's gonna no. fuck up their insides they're gonna really yeah they sell ice I melt mean, in june we're a, we're a gentler kinder oh, now he's been stocking you know? up this winter <laughs> he's like november's here we're like Go where's get the, ice melt? the ice melt actually if you've ever been to smith's <laughs> in like in like yeah. late spring they got a pallet of shit they're trying to get rid of for two dollars Russ was like, I got, I got <laughs> it. Like I got you I got you. Up. He fires yeah. up the old army truck, heads to the Smiths, load me up. We're well, building and, our and, own And kind of, I mean, towards the end there, like close to June, they're like, fuck, no one's going to buy this. So they like unwrap the pallet and just kind of like push it further away from the door. Hoping someone will and, steal and it. And like 2 a.m., no one's ever out there anymore. Yeah. They're like, maybe some motherfucker's driving by with a truck going to load up on rock salt. <laughs> they're like, thank you. <laughs> from the parking lot. I got lot. a lot of ice Thanks, cream to Russ make. Adams, you're right. our savior. And that's what I'm here for, folks. <laughs> but yeah, so that's our main goal. We want them to walk away having felt like they got their money's worth, they had a blast, and that they're raring to go for next year. That's cool. That's cool. And like I said, with those helping hand programs, those artists helping hand programs, I mean, we're, we're trying to actually help local artists at the same time. So like, for instance, we've got those uh, writing programs where, you know, uh, right now uh, we're open for submissions. Um, it has to be a completed book of any, almost any type of fiction. And essentially we will wh whittle down the top contenders. And then those guys, they're not going to win any money. They win the right to stand in front of a, a panel of actual professional publishers literary agents and acquisition editors to pitch their book. Now they'll have the pitch package in front of them, but they're doing an elevator pitch. That's and cool. That gets you face to face. That's something, you know, most authors don't ever get a chance Jeremy, to do. Jeremy, did you get yeah. to do that? Nope. That's Jeremy's why he, the local that's author. why he self published his architecture slam poetry. That's right. Architecture <laughs> slam <laughs> Dude, we got an open mic night for you. Architectural <laughs> slam poetry by Jeremy. <laughs> I still my favorite thing I ever created right there. That's pretty cool. It doesn't. <laughs> he just made that up. No, nah, it's some boring ass poetry. It ain't architectural slam poetry. Well, not all of it's poetry. No, some of it's other stuff. But <laughs> some of it's other stuff. I have, I have, haikus. I have signed works of art. <laughs> haikus. No, no, no. 
Some of it's just some of it's just that fiction. was the part of the literature course that I, I just so I just didn't sign up for. Well, I like I, the haiku. No, no, the, the poetry thing in general. I've got dyslexia, so reading is a bitch, and <laughs> and so you put some weird and so poetry, you and it's in like writing? I've already have to. Yeah, exactly. I already have to read things three times. You put poetry in front of me, it's like son of a bitch. Get to the fucking point, you, you cryptic <laughs> bastard. And then you get to the end, and you're like, motherfucker, didn't have a point. This no is shit. just words on a paper. The biggest torture. Uh, the, the the class that was the most torture was, and I actually f- fell in love with the with his work. But William Faulkner, that oh, yeah. motherfucker doesn't even know what a period is. You know, I mean, his whole book is one sentence. He's really it good is. with semicolons. It, yeah, it's just a yeah a, a chapter can be one whole damn sentence. It, oh, bastard. Uh, who's the guy that wrote Paradise Lost and Paradise Regained? Oh yeah. Oh, Paradise Lost when he got married, and then after he divorced his wife, Paradise Regained is what he wrote. Fucking long ass, like six hundred page fucking poem saga yeah. about hell and and the, the transcendentalists pull that shit. Walt Whitman actually, I think it was Walt Whitman actually said that a poem couldn't be anything longer than a hundred lines, or else it wasn't a poem. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone decided, you know what, fuck you, Walt. You know, show you. <laughs> I'm going to show you. Challenge accepted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bastard. He's kind of so I know we're running out of time, but I got a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Nope, no questions for you. Yes. So <laughs> only if you ask it in the form of a poem. Oh, <laughs> damn. A haiku. Wrap no, that out. No. Okay, so, I got a, I got architectural a, slam poem. I got to say this, though. Haikus are just bullshit. Like, why the fuck does that term exist, and why do they exist? I don't know. I think that all poetry should be outlawed. <laughs> I, just, I just do. That, uh, that's, just, that's just my uh, you know my dyslexic mind talking, okay? So, so I was looking at your IMDB, which oh, I, I realized you got to take that with a grain of salt. How much of that yeah. is bullshit, and how much of that is real, and how much time do you spend? And correcting it. What the IMDb? Yeah, uh, yeah there's some movies like that I just take off. I'm like, no, I don't want anyone. Know. So we're gonna find out. So that's so, the bed that eats people. Were you involved in that? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? know what movie it is because that reaction tells me you know what movie it is. That's I don't want to diss anyone's movie, movies. Folks. That is a real movie. Go fucking find it. You're not getting the hour back, but if you smoke a lot of pot and watch it, you might make it through <laughs> the hour. Back. But. It, in it, it says you have one acting credit. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. The poker dude. Oh, my God. That what was, the hell was that? I don't even know how the hell that ended up on IMDb, <laughs> to be honest. We did one of those uh, 48-hour film festivals in Salt Lake, and like everyone was just dropping out. I mean, it's 48 hours. People think, oh, that's going to be fun, but it's an ass load of work. So I had to sit in a couple of times and play a character, and that was the one they gave me credit for. Poker dude. Yeah. Hey, it, you do a couple more of those. Did you have any lines? I did. I, I you, you do a couple more of those, and you can be part of SAG. Oh shit! No, I don't think. Uh, you know, I don't do. Yeah, unions. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think SAG's a good union. Lots of benefits. I don't know if you got to pay somebody for those benefits. It's not worth my time. It's like <laughs> you got to pay for the benefits, and then you got to pay to pay for the benefits. You know, that's just my own personal. <laughs> Everybody's like, I'm a SAG member, motherfucker. I'm not a SAG member, but if, How I was, dare you? if I was trying to be an actor, I would fucking be in SAG. Oh, yeah. If you're an actor, I'm sure. I just, you know, when it comes to, I don't know, I'm not a union. You SAG, you grow up, you do whatever you got to do. No, I mean, no, you grow up, then you SAG. If, you, if you're trying to be an actor and move to LA, you're probably a fucking waitress with no ambition, is all I'm saying. <laughs> like, every, every, seriously, every fucking waiter and waitress in LA, oh, yeah, I'm, I went and tried out for this role. Like every fucking night, I hear that from them. I mean, cool, you're going after your dreams, but 
Yeah, it's tough, man. It's a hard That's gig. why at Ogden Uncon, we have one of our artist helping hand programs <laughs> that will help you get a gig. Nice, nice. That's right. I segue. So, I segue. I got one I got one last question for you before we uh, we wrap up the show. Um, you're stuck here uh, in Utah. You <laughs> made that clear. You tried to get out and you're trapped. You forgot your list. So, I forgot my list. I mean, you're like, I want to travel the world. I just can't leave Ogden. So um, what's one thing that you would tell someone visiting the state of Utah that they should do before or that they needed to do or had to do before they leave the state? Oh, my God. that That's a good one. I. There is so much stuff that I still haven't gotten to do, even in Ogden. Like, I'm dying to get access to those tunnels. Like, I come up with reasons, pitching to the city on a regular basis. About, and you know what? Once Ogden Uncon gets bigger, we're going to shoot a goddamn you know project down there. I swear <laughs> to God. You know, I mean, you know, we, I don't know what we have to do to the mayor. I mean, we've already threatened to put him in a goddamn you know, superhero costume. You have to say, what do we have to do for the mayor, not to? Oh no no no! We do things too. <laughs> so and we've got a great mayor. So you know, putting him in a uh, was the, superhero costume is going to be awesome. I was going to say he died, but that was North Ogden, right? Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, that was North Ogden. Yeah, that's, that's shitty. Yeah. We just got to bring this one thing down. Sorry. So try to get access to the tunnels. <laughs> is that your one thing? No, it's just one of the things. If you <laughs> if, if there had to be one thing, I mean, I mean, that's just. I mean, people talk about it and like there are people who have actually seen them, but either won't give out the information because they don't want their little, you know, their little uh, access to be denied in the future because other people were coming out and stuff. I, they, to me, that bootlegging thing, I grew up in a small town where it, the, the, the Underground Railroad passed underneath our town. Wow. And there's there's a tunnel that goes from the it's called the Mark Twain Manor and it goes all the way from underneath the Mark Twain Manor to the to the river. And there's still, I mean, you can, I wouldn't do it, but I mean, there's still some, some pathway that you can take and it's narrowed over the center, you know, so, I mean, it's been a hot minute, but, um, but if you go to the basement, small amount of time, you can still find hidden rooms inside the Mark Twain Manor that were used to, to hide slaves for, you know, when the searches were going on so that they could later escape and there, there's shackles on the ground. I mean, it's, it's the most you know, it's pretty surreal. It yeah, like. it's like the, the it's like a kick in the, in the humane button. You know, you realize and and so like stuff like that has always been. You know, so if I were to if I were to tell us you gotta you gotta see the tunnels, man. You know, and take a camera because you're gonna get busted. You're, yeah, you're never yeah. gonna get back. In there. Straight up, just live stream it because they'll take your phone, but that live stream's still out there. <laughs> you know? yeah, that shit doesn't go away. No, it does not. All those nude photos are coming back to haunt me on a regular basis. Yeah. Well, I mean. Oh my god, Chris does that all the time. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. Brown chicken, brown cow. That's my two. So boots the tunnels, that's your, your one thing. I, that would be, well, that's just the thing the off the tunnels. top of my head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff. That's what we're looking for. I'm not looking for you to research it for two hours. I want you to tell me just off the top. Off that's the first. No one said that so, one before. How really? Can, that seems surprising to me. We don't talk to a lot of people from Ogden. They don't like making the trip. Oh, uh, you just yeah. Oh, well, yeah. He doesn't want to come to Ogden. That is not I, true. We actually have <laughs> had quite a few people from Ogden on. Uh, and you now, kinda... like coming up here, I'm like, fuck. I feel so bad about making Talisman come down, and <laughs> that's why they Skype. That's why they Skype. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. We yeah. Skype them. 
whatever. We've had a lot of. Uh, I don't even know if I'm allowed to mention other podcasts. I, you can. I won't mention their names, but no, like no, Steve you Hatch can mention whatever you want. Um, oh, has yeah, a podcast. We, 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 they actually, Dylan told me to tell you hello. Oh, awesome! Very yes. cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. We, they, they we actually had, we've had both of them on at yeah. different times. Steve oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They came with the air. We couldn't figure out how to turn on the AC, and it was hot as a bastard up in here. You know, I mean, <laughs> it was like it, it felt like it was getting up to a ninety degrees. <laughs> yeah, that's that's your creativity, by the way, guys. If you want to listen yes. to that podcast. Oh yeah. And, and we had a lot of fun. We ended up having to do it in the basement. It was like it would try to seek refuge. Really yeah. upstairs. Unlike other podcasts in the area, we don't give a shit if we talk about other podcasts because there's lots cool of great people. stuff and lots of cool yeah. people. So. And Steve and I, uh, we had done a couple, uh, one or two things with the, I want to say it was the Utah Film Commission. Um, we did a couple of things. We were coming off a reality show and, and Steve is a trip. I mean, he's a funny guy. Yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't, there's no off button for him, you know, and it's, yeah, he's awesome. I'm actually, I, I threatened that he was going to, you know, be a guest at Ogden Uncon. I need to go have some of his ice cream. He does yeah, ice cream too. At, so yeah. Oh my God. Good. Unbelievable. Just remember where it is. Yeah. It's in the just, avenues. Next to the hospital. It's next on, to the hospital. It is not on Seventh East and Ninth South. Eighth Avenue. That's yeah. By it's, the way. it's not the other chocolate I, factory. I kind of like their show. Like I, I was a little like when I met Steve, I was I was kind of struck a little bit because I had watched the show Little Chocolatiers, mm-hmm. and you know um, I think they had two seasons before it. it they went had off. a couple, yeah. And Kate yeah. is just as amazing. Like she's amazing too. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never. I don't think I've actually met. She's Kate. awesome. But I did know some of the actors that that were participants. We'll just leave it at that in in the show. And I would just remember like, what the hell? You know, when you know people in the industry, you can't really call it a reality show anymore. For those of you that don't know and are still fucking confused, reality TV is not real. It is is very produced and very edited and a lot of fucking scripting. It's basically like WWE. If you think that's real, you're a fucking (laughs) idiot as well. And I'm happy to tell you you don't. No. There's a box elder bug on Jess's. Book. They're everywhere. They're like know, a plague. A they are. Um, they live in at least they're carpet. clean. You know, at least I they're wish, clean bugs. They're kind of pretty. I wish yeah. my cats would eat them because I'm tired of kicking them out my door. No, because they're they're the wrong. It's kind protein. Of bug. They're attracted it's good for to this carpet. No, beetles are but beetles are not tasty. Segue from reality bullshit. <laughs> someone wrote a book about you know a reality show he was on his I'm not name mention is any names. Russ <laughs> I know him I so, know him so if you want to if you want to learn the level of bullshit because everyone knows they're bullshit yeah but if you want to learn the level of the bullshit you know I mean that book before it gets me sued you might want to check that out what's, what's the title of this the book title of that book I think it was like surviving reality this is not that show and I got to do you it in the accent because didn't have to sign anything to not write this book. Oh no, the the, the fucking contract was <laughs> such a joke that the attorneys at the con- at the at the publisher just started laughing. They're like, "There's no way to enforce this." Nice. There's like, "It's not enforceable." And I was like, and after the eighth attorney said it, I was like, "Oh, oh, oh okay." <laughs> I was yeah. like, "We'll do, we'll go ahead and do it." You're like done. So yeah, so I mean, so it's there, there's this little pompous, arrogant fucktard in the. Um, uh, How do you really feel, Russ? Uh, yeah, yeah, really. I'm I'm holding back. He was one of the producers. He he was also one of the producers from Project Runway. Hated Face Off, hated them with a passion. No one knows why, right? And 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 every time, you know, it was a brand new show. So we would ask questions. It was like, so are we going to do it like this? 
like they did on Face Off. This is not that show. This is not that show. He just, you know, and he just had this chip on his shoulder that screamed. Because he was fucking. Because he's you know? competing with the. I mean, that was. It that. was no competition. We were completely different. No, Better, but, actually. No, but but, <laughs> but in his mind, that's what it was. Because that's the show. That yeah, the if you've got a tiny to. dick, I can totally understand that. You know, but <laughs> but to be honest, you know, I thought we were better, not because. Of I, we did more in the same amount of time. The makeups were amazing. I'll always be a fan of Face Off. But to be honest, you know, we were creating life-size yeah, creatures that were mechanized and had to be film quality and ready to go in three days. It's the same time they had to do the makeup. You know, so I mean, there was a lot, a lot more going on. Yeah, but what were ratings like for Face Off? Is what the point is. Well, you know, Face Off is always going to be. The show, and that's why, because that's the gold standard you have to compare to. When they're like, Are we, we gonna did. do it like they we, did? There, I can't remember. I think it was Kirk Thatcher told me there was like 15 million people watching our show. That's a lot of fucking that people. That is a lot of people. I mean, so I think I think our first episode was something like a million and a half, and then it just kept going up. And then, you know, um, I don't know where he got the number. You know, and I'm pretty sure it was it was Kirk. If, I mean, I, I don't know. I'll ask him, dude. Why where'd you, you get need all that from, from Nielsen's yeah. ratings? Because they're the rating yeah. company. That well, all and and I don't know anything. I didn't know anything about that at the time. But you know, we were just blown away. And then and and our reaction at Comic Cons were freaking amazing. We went to a Comic Con. It was it was me, Lex, and uh, Yvonne. And we did a, a panel and we were, the, the, the handlers were walking us to the panel and, and we're like, just see this line of people. We're like, oh my God, who did they put next to us? We're not going to get any. And so we asked the kid, who the hell are they waiting in line for? And they said us. I'm like, oh, that's bullshit. And we get inside. I'm like, you know, you're a very nice guy, but fuck you. You know, and then we sat down and it was standing room only. I mean, the, the room was so packed. There were people on the, uh, dude, I, it was the first time I've ever felt tears come to my eyes in public. You're you like, know, holy shit, people actually did like this. I, it was like it was choke up time, and you know, and and I, I, my voice cracked at least a couple of times during that panel. I mean, we we just couldn't believe how many people were also, in that room. Reality stars don't get Screen Actors Guild credit, which is really yeah. bullshit too. No, but you know what? I okay. <laughs> I'm just throwing that because no, you're right. Like the Film Actors Guild, or screen, we get enough shit Guild. though. I mean, because you're right, and reality show people, they, they we don't deserve that stuff. But you know, Gigi, and I love Gigi to death. Right? She's an adorable person. But we would get on stage with her doing a panel in a big room in an auditorium and Gigi would come out with, you know, how there's this thing in, in Hollywood about actors losing gigs to reality show people. And all of a sudden Gigi and I and the rest of us are on the wrong, on opposite side of the fence. And I felt it was the first time I felt a wedge come between us and, 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 and Gigi and, you know, Kirk and all those guys. I was like, fuck, is there like a personal event? <laughs> you were the host. I would have fucking killed to be the host. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Where, where can people go to, to get tickets to the Uncon or, or commission you to, to make something fucking cool for them? Well, the, the cool thing has been taken away from me. Um, I'm, I'm, it's on hiatus because <laughs> this is my retirement. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so essentially if you if you want tickets to Ogden Uncon or want to learn more about it we're at uh, www.ogdenuncon.com so that's you know Ogden and then u n c o n.com um and yeah the tickets are right there in the drop down menu you can see all of our guests you know from Sophia to Chris Tan Toby Stevens and my wife won't shut up about Toby I'm going to have to really A lady from 51st dates that I can't remember her name 
from 51st Date. Oh, Amy. Amy yeah, yeah, I actually worked on 51st Date, so that was kind of a fun thing. We actually had another person, but we found out that they went to another uh, convention in, in, in Utah, and I was just like, no, we can't do that, which really sucked because, you know, oh, well. <clears throat> All right. Yep. Well, that's going to do it for the night. Um, thanks again for joining us, Russ. Thanks um, for coming out. Actually, it's been we fun. joined him. Yeah, it's true. We did come to his nice studio. I got to admit, this is actually one of the better places we've come to record. Uh, well, it's got that seventies rocking carpet. Yeah, I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to fucking film us with all these. Oh, dude, we got a we got a disco ball in the back. Yeah. yeah well, you've got all the the <laughs> camera lights back here. Yeah. Too. Yeah, we're sort of sitting where we do our live broadcast. Yeah, I was going to say you're like Facebook. Dude, you've got the backdrop and everything. So. Oh, um, for God's sakes, don't touch the backdrop. That thing is a monster to get back into. The level. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, to get at the right spot. We've actually started putting coins under the damn uh, the, the camera stand so that we can level it out because it's easier than dealing than with trying that. to fucking deal with fishing line. Yeah, it's a exactly. Pain in the ass. It's like this fucking shit is stretching. <laughs> so uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at TNU Podcast or, or on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, it's the the same thing everywhere. Um, let us know if you have an event coming up or you want us to, to talk about stuff that you're doing. If we like you, we'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> If we don't like you, we probably won't. Um, if you want to be on the show, reach out. And if you fucking want something to do, go to our website, thenewutah.com. Uh, Jess I got a laptop, has you a guys. New computer I can now. update. She can do She's stuff. She's really things. excited. Well, she <laughs> it's has been a, a long this time. Is, this is funny because Jess does most of our social media engagement, uh, pretty, pretty much, much all, all of our it. website work. Um, but she hasn't had a computer <laughs> for like over a year she does it at work on her computer there but it's really hard to like keep things constantly updated if you can only do it a few hours of the <laughs> especially day. hiding it from the boss yeah. this is work related <laughs> to be fair, her boss, boss doesn't give a shit yeah. like we've oh, been sending great. her porno mags and socks oh, to a no. God. that really hasn't happened yet does that explain I'm why waiting. you don't have a computer anymore yeah I mean, <laughs> my phone works oh my phone works yeah it's harder to get viruses from porn sites on your phone uh, yeah, I do, for now, I bet. But what? you know, they should make more of these things like editable. You should be able to go to your website and correct things from your mobile device. Oh, that would be nice to have a really good like website uh, editor on your, on your phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. So that has nothing to do with Utah. So anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, and um, you know, go to Ogden Uncon uh, in June. So start planning now because it's you're gonna have to buy your meth in and watch their awesome yeah. videos on their Facebook and we their try. social media. Oh, it's really just, you know, Alyssa videos that do, you know, Alyssa, if it's Alyssa, Jamie and Kim, all of them bring out way more ratings than I do. <laughs> I don't even try any. <laughs> and whatever they call it sick, I'm like, fuck, I got to go on. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on next week because I don't, I haven't looked. It's our um, best of. Is that best one of our best? So ne our, next week, our review of our best of. Next week will be one of the one of the best of episodes. We usually do two, um, so you'll definitely want to. Tune and that's in for not that one. best of, as in like we're going to play best like best our shows, like yeah. City Weeklies. We're going to go yeah, through their we, magazine. We actually plagiarize half of their content next week, and then we'll hey, pick another. Hey, that plagiarization week gave us an award. So. That's true. <laughs> I I would like them, you know. So uh, if if they're listening. Uh, which they, they obviously love us. I would like them to award us for best plagiarists. Uh, <laughs> next year. I'll see if he remember if Enrique remembers that next that year. Rad. That would be great. You guys uh, are going to pick crit for the best of special effects artist, aren't you? You bastards. Uh, <laughs> so we'll probably promote some people next year. Now that we know someone listens. 
Um, it's only <laughs> taken two years to get to that point. I'm just Actually, you know what? It's I'm impressed bitch. that two years and we got in City Weekly's best of. Come on. And, and yeah. speak, speaking of that, by the way, if you do like what you, you hear, the, the one thing you can do to help us the most is share the episode. Share, share it and it. leave us some feedback. Retweet the link on Twitter. Share it on Facebook. Um, we don't have a LinkedIn account because that's fucking stupid. Um, I know, for, right? For what the hell's the point? If you're not, if you're not in like the business world, LinkedIn is kind of fucking pointless. So we thought about Facebook, or I mean, not Facebook, MySpace. Guys, nobody's yeah. working out at the gym across the street anymore. I'm, I'm sorry, Jess. It's getting kind of late, so uh, I think we're gonna go. Um, so share our episode and, and, and thanks, Russ. And um, thanks. Yeah.